Hey everyone, this is Rob and Michelle and welcome to Boon Bape, your weekly podcast and everything you need to know about old school RuneScape. All right, so this week up on the docket, we are going to be, of course, updating everyone on what we have been up to, what we've been doing this week, and then we'll be going right into the um, game updates. Well, before that, we're actually going oh. into the new skill. Oh, yeah. Or the potential new skill. So we're going to talk Already about the, the system that Madaiza outlined. He actually has a really informative video I'd suggest watching if you care about this at all. And I did not then, watch the video. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then we'll be going over the blog post that's included in that as well and talking about everything there. It's actually really interesting and I think a really good way to go about the new skill in general. Also some mm -hmm. interesting statistics about who is and isn't voting in the, uh, the new skill poll. Oh, yeah. And then the next thing we're going to go over is the actual update for this week, which is going to be, of course, the normal poll blog. But this one is actually pretty big because we've been talking about this for a little bit of time now. And it's going to be the boss rework for the wilderness. wilderness. <laughs> yeah, so they reworked all three bosses and added three more, being Vidion, Callisto, and Venonatus. And so we'll be talking about that, even the though... The added are the same ones. Yeah, even yeah. though we know pretty much everything and have already talked about everything that's gonna be said we can say it again yeah we'll <laughs> so, say it again maybe something will be a little bit different yeah so we'll be going over that quickly and then we do have a little bit of a q a at the end as well as some interesting you know thoughts about the new skills and just like mm -hmm. some stuff on reddit also people's new experiences with the bosses so we'll be going over all that but before we do michelle how's it going it's going really well so i went i checked out the new wilderness boss area i didn't do any of the bosses but actually, the past couple of days, I have been in the wilderness before the update because I finished my hard combat achievement to get 10 kills from all three of the big boy bosses. Yeah. I really wanted to finish it before the update because every I was going to wait till the update. And then everyone pointed out, like, that's going to be PK Central at first. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. So uh, I went and did it. <laughs> I did the past couple of days, and it was pretty fun. Although I think, I think the way you did it was probably faster if you're going for speed just so everyone knows mod goblin did confirm that if you are still trying to get your kills for any diaries or anything like that you can go to the singles or you can go to the multi and they both count the singles is singles plus right yeah it is singles plus mm -hmm. so yeah both of them count That's so good. you can do them and a lot of people are doing the bosses in mass so they actually die mm -hmm. like almost immediately in a lot nice. of in a lot of places that are busy so you could just get kills like that if you're interested but obviously you can just get pk'd so yeah i could have done that i was just a little intimidated because i thought i was being doing it alone i ended up getting help from a pvm pvm oblivion shout outs they ended up helping me finish up with uh, Vedion and a couple of Callisto because they wanted me to go raid. Yeah. So they were like, let me go with you. A couple of times they kept getting the kills. They literally had to give me some of their gear because I was just bringing like the most scuffed stuff because I didn't want to risk anything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was really cool. I did those and I got actually a D pick from Venonatus on my second kill only. Yeah, it's pretty lucky. Yeah. I think it was like one out of 100 and something drops. I think like one that. out of 170 or yeah. 140, something like that. Around that. So pretty lucky to get my second. I think Robert said he heard the collection log thing and thought that it was a pet. No, that was, was that you or is that someone else that said that? That was certainly not me. Someone else said that. And I was like, oh, I'm glad that I noticed the dragon pickaxe at first. Because if I processed the collection log before, I would have been very sad. I did think it was funny that you were confused why you were leaving after getting the D pick. The most valuable thing oh, yeah. you can get. We in got the, the D pick and then they were like, let's go. And I was like, but we have so much food. Yeah. Well, the most valuable next to like revenant weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It was worth like six. 
point something mil. So um, because I was with somebody, we split it and it was three and a half mil each. Yeah. I was like, good. that's more than we make in raids most nights. Yeah, that's definitely the main thing people go to those bosses for, which is why one of the things we'll be talking about is moving the D-Pick out of the wilderness. Yeah, we talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're not the most happy with some of that. Um, I mean, I'm not super happy. I am glad that it's out of the wilderness in general, but... I think that's weird. I, I, we talked yeah. about it before, and we'll talk about it again. I'm not the biggest fan of how they did it. Yeah. But yeah, I went and got those kills, and then I also, this week, got 90 crafting. Nice. I'm actually doing some crafting on mobile right now very, very uh, inefficiently. Like, every few minutes, I'm like, time to craft some more. Yeah. That's how, that's how you get to 99. Yeah, definitely. Uh, At least you're doing black dehyde, so it's Yeah, pretty I'm doing fast. black dehyde, so it's way faster. But it's kind of nice because I am doing redwood birdhouses, like, during my birdhouse runs. Yeah. And for the past few weeks, I've been doing that, and I've been bringing a pie with me to boost every time because I've been at 88. Okay. So it's nice. I don't have to bring pies. I sold all my pies. And okay. uh, one less thing to worry about. Now I just frequently forget seeds, and I'm like, oh, God, and I have to run back. Yeah. It's annoying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. I also did some raids this week, and we got some, like, really nice splits, actually. So we got a Missouri body split, and that was $53 million each. It was great. That was... um. Highlight of the week for sure. <laughs> yeah. And we also got a fang split for 14 and a half mil and a ring split for 1.4 mil. So just a bunch of purples. Mm -hmm. So the fang and the body were actually on the same night too. So that was like nearly. So you had one good night mil. and then like a bunch of not good nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, the one that we got 1.4, I was like, I'll take this. <laughs> I mean, it's better than nothing. It's supplies at least. Yeah, exactly. Because supplies are expensive for there. Oh, well, yeah. You need them. But, uh, yeah, it was cool. I also did a couple of combat achievements there, too. I have Streamless. If you don't know what Streamless is, it's basically, like, trading cards for the stream. I've mentioned it before. You can um, have me, like, do stuff or, like, play sounds and things. Yeah. Is that the new bow? Yeah, Michelle's standing at the bank doing her oh crafting, and she's sitting right next to someone with the new bow. Robert was, like, staring down, and it was just, like, <laughs> distracting me from my sentence. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, the new bow looks really nice. Yeah. But, uh, anyway... Yeah, so somebody redeemed for me to finish a combat achievement, and I went and did two of the Baba ones. I did the one where you break four or less boulders, and I did the one where you only break the non-weakened boulders. Turns out the meta for that is tanking. So yeah. you just tank, and yeah. you have to survive. I got it on my first try, and I was with someone else, and we went back to do it for them, and that second time I got the other combat achievement. And I was like, nice, because oh, they're both elite. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was very cool. It kind of made me want to go and like do more combat achievements, but... We'll see because I mean they're worth it now. They're definitely worth it. Yeah, I went and uh, finished my medium. Technically, I guess I hadn't gone back since they updated it because it yeah. wasn't green. But yeah, I only have like five more left for the hard and just like God War dungeon stuff, which I I can probably find someone to go with me, and um, the Abyssal Sire to kill all the spawns before they grow up. I yeah. don't really know how to do that efficiently, so I'll have to look that up because I really do want to finish it. Yeah, I don't know how. Do you know how that works? Or like, is it like the quest cape where if they add more, they take away the rewards? Um, I don't know if the reward was gone, but I did have to go and they gave me a new hilt. So I don't know if they did take it and I just never realized. Maybe they give you the old rewards, but don't give you the updated rewards unless you complete it yeah, again. Yeah. They don't give you the updated ones for sure. But okay. I don't know like if I didn't have my hilt in my inventory or what, because I already had hilt two and they gave me hilt two again. <laughs> oh. So I don't know what happened there. Yeah, maybe. But um, it, I didn't even check my inventory. Could have, been, could have just been a bug, too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it was if, you, if you know how the combat achievements work, let us know, because I'm not sure. I'm not going <laughs> to look it up, because I'm not going to do them. But. 
Yeah, maybe someday you'll change your mind, but not anytime soon, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I don't even have my regular diaries done, let alone my combat achievement diaries. True. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited it almost becomes hard because I remember whenever we first talked about them, hard seemed impossible. And I'm like, wow, cool. Yeah. And I'm doing some elite ones. I, turns out if you get, play the game forever, you get... Yeah, if you play 40 plus hours a week. <laughs> yeah, you, you just get you stuff, stuff. Yeah, you just get stuff done. Yeah, and it does help that Jagex actually gives streamers a boost in drops and stuff. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. they let us hit harder. It's like a five times drop rate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And five times damage. Yeah, mm -hmm. for anyone that doesn't know, we're just joking. Yeah, this is not for real. Yeah, a lot of people say stuff like that, though. I wonder, if I get partnered, I have to sign an NDA and I will get boosted. Everyone's convinced. Streamer yeah. luck. Well, like, I mean, that'd be cool, I guess. I'll take it. I'll sign that NDA so fast. Uh, <laughs> it would kind of ruin the game, but yeah, it would be funny to watch. It would be funny to find out, like, dang, the conspiracy theory right yeah. <laughs> and then just never tell me why i mean yeah or you can break the nda you could be like the first person you could be the edward snowden of jagex i could i'll be the whistleblower yeah just get exiled <laughs> but yeah uh someone pointed out to me because i thought all the combat achievements there sound so hard that you don't have to do a whole raid you can just go into the one room and do the combat achievement and i was yeah. like oh that's way more sustainable yeah you only have to do the whole raid if you're trying to do the last boss yeah which those combat achievements must be frustrating if you mess up I mean, probably not. You're, you're probably just doing the KC anyways. That's fair. Well, last night, it was reminding me, last night we were trying to help Coco, one of our mods, get his uh, recolor for his backpack. Yeah. I don't think I should have been there. I think I was kind of bringing on the team because I don't have as better, as good of DPS as everyone else. Everyone else had like TiVos and Shadows, and I was just like, my bow found my Sanguinesti. Yeah. But um, there was a couple times we got close and like some of us would die, like... The one Coco survived one and me and someone else died. And then we all survived except for Coco and one. And it was just, I, think, I feel like I was bringing the team down. I think realistically, unless like you really don't feel confident with it, you should probably just try and get those solo. It'd probably be easier. I don't think solo's the way, but I did mine in a trio and it was great because correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, I could totally be getting this backwards, but I think that it scales per two people. So if there's three of you, I think that it's only the difficulty set for two. Like no. it doesn't get hard till four or yeah. do I have it backwards? No, we read it. We actually, the way that we read it last week for TOB, it, the entry mode is how it works for TOA. So like every new person, it goes down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why would it only scale for every two people? I thought it was like, I don't know. I, mean, I thought that, someone told me that. That could be true because it's in it, there's eight people, whereas for TOA or TOB there's only four. Yeah, I think. So I, I guess think it's spot. that that could make sense. I don't know. I feel like people have told me that. I don't know if it's true or not. And I also could totally have it backwards. And they were saying it scales per odd number, but I think it was per even number. So I'm like, yeah. I kept saying like. I mean that actually I makes felt sense. Bad. That makes because there's two twice as many people as there is in TOB. Exactly, where so. you wouldn't like double it if there's only three people. Yeah. So I was like, you need to have two people with like huge DPS take you because I think that's the way to go. Is this? Well, that's just getting carried. Well, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But he has like a T-bone and a shadow, so he's hitting hard. But I feel like it was scaling because there was four of us and I was there and I'm just not hitting as hard as everyone else. Yeah, I guess so. Like not even as close as hard. I was hard. just thinking because like I'd, I'd probably want to try it solo because then one, I couldn't blame anyone. And two, I think if you know the mechanics well enough, then I mean, it's like it's not like it's impossible to mess up, but it's just easier to rely on yourself knowing that you know things. Uh, I think it's totally a mental thing. Like, he can, I know he can, I know I could have done all those mechanics in different raids, but then you know that the pressure's on and you're trying to get a drop and you can't die, and suddenly everything seems like 10 times harder. Yeah, I guess so. It's kind of like getting the first, um, the first fire cape. It reminds me of that. 
Uh, yeah. It's stressful. I, yeah, I guess. I I don't know. I just feel like once you, because you've already done so many KC, I feel like mm-hmm. if like you're really confident with the mechanics, like it's kind of hard to, like if you just like take a second before the fight to like review, you're like, all right, I just need to do this. And then you go and do it. And then you just, I mean, you can mess up a couple of times, but to get stacked out, I feel like it's just you under preparing maybe or just not I think so. understanding. You're psyching yourself out is more what I think. Or yeah, like sometimes I, so. I definitely get. To, I also think I shouldn't have helped because I get distracted by the chat. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, streaming it's definitely harder because I didn't mind doing the talking in chat whenever I it was my attempt because no one else was trying to get it to you know. Yeah. So it was fine, but I guess I, I've only ever felt like that at like when my whenever I was doing my fire cave just because of mm-hmm. how long it takes. Well, it's kind of the same at TOA because he would be deathless until the final part of Warden's, and it was on insanity, and then he'd get stacked out. Well, I mean, it's that's similar. still that's still only like thirty minutes. Oh no, it, it's like forty. Okay. Forty plus. I mean, that's still. I, I mean, yeah, maybe that works. I don't get. I don't know. I, I don't get like. He hasn't rated yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't get put off by bosses like that in other games I've rated in. Like they don't really like scare me like that. I don't know like why you'd get so nervous, but um, I only get nervous because whenever I was doing the fire cape because it was like an hour and twenty minutes, and I don't want to waste my time. God, I hated that. Everyone's like, "When are you gonna start the inferno grind?" I'm like, "Never." What do you mean? I probably will eventually. I have a channel points reward for it, and apparently Shazel is getting very close to it. It's 500000 Everyone's like, you said it's so expensive. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't want to do it. Yeah. It's basically a Cappy Coin sink. Cappy Coins are little points on Twitch. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, let us know if you struggle with bosses or not. <laughs> if you think it's a mental thing or what, because I think it's a mental thing. Yeah, I think it's, I, I think it's a mental thing until you understand the mechanics. Once you do, mm-hmm. then there's nothing to be scared of because you know what's going to happen. I feel like I understand the mechanics and it's still, it was scary. It was mentally scary for me going and trying to help someone, but I think it also depends on the person, of yeah. course. But uh, what have you been up to this week? Um, I just did a bunch of skilling, honestly. I did Skills. a little bit of fishing at Karambwans, and um, <laughs> I actually have like two. I got this uh, add-on that shows like how much banked experience you have. Oh. Let me know if there's another add-on for it, because the one I have is not that good. <laughs> but um, yeah, the one I have, it says that I have like two and a half million banked cooking XP just from Karambwans, pretty much. And that's accurate? Um, probably. I think I have like 10,000 Karambwans. I wonder so. if it accounts for like burn rates and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't think so. It's yeah. not, like I said, it's not a very good, mm-hmm. not a very good calculator. <laughs> but, <laughs> Suggestions, but, please. Yeah, I just wanted, like, a quick calculator to see, like, how much banked XP so that I don't, like, bank too much of something else or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing that it doesn't predict very well is I've actually been at Muddleload Mine for a while just because it's AFK. I actually unlo- I unlocked the upper area. Oh, yeah, that was big. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, you do need 72 mining and 100 nuggets to unlock the upper area. But I did it on a main and... I mean, obviously, I did it again, so I definitely think it's worth it. Just because, on the first day, I made like forty nuggets, only yeah, only mining for a couple of hours, just because nice. you you mine so much faster. Yeah, and it's like like more AFK. But although there is a poll out right now asking if there should be more mining areas on the like the lower free area. Yeah, so potentially it won't be as bad down there. Yeah, so potentially it could be worth less in the future. So my so reminder, opinion, go vote in that poll too. <laughs> yeah, my opinion might change on that. But as, yeah. as it is now, it's I think it's still worth 100. Yeah, and if that, even if it does pass, that might not be for a second. So it's more worthwhile for you to unlock the upper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never unlocked the upper though. Yeah, I, I like the upper area and it's right next to the bank too. So it's, it's really easy, really fast. Very convenient. Um, and on top of that, I already have the other two pieces of the Prospector's outfit. So I technically could have been done with oh, it already. Oh, you have pieces of it? I thought you didn't have any for some reason. Yeah, I, I have two. I think I can afford three. So nice. I need one more. 
But um, yeah, so that's been pretty cool. And then on top of that, I went to Blast Furnace, did a bunch of steel and mithril because my smithing has always lacked. But I'm going to say something that I didn't think I'd be saying whenever okay. it came out. But I actually really like Giant's Foundry. Oh, I remember when it first came out, you were slandering it, bro. To be fair, I still think as a main, it is a complete waste of time. As an iron. Yeah, I'm not changing my mind on that. <laughs> that's for sure. But as an iron, it is a godsend. Dude, tell everyone about the yellow bar thing. Oh, he my goodness. realized something yesterday, and he was shocked. Yeah, so He's for anyone... He's been playing himself. Anyone that's been doing Giant's Foundry, you know the bar at the top that shows your progress, it shows where to go, and the heat of your, um, your reform. Mm -hmm. And so... Every once in a while, it'll there'll be a yellow box that gets drawn around that entire interface. Mm -hmm. And I assumed, I was like, okay, whenever that's happening, I must be getting more quality points or something like that. Yeah. I mean, even without knowing all of the mechanics, I was still getting the maximum amount of quality I can possibly get at the moment, which is 121. And um, But I didn't know... That apparently, whenever the bar turns yellow and highlights your stuff, all you have to do is click the machine you're working on again. The yellow bar will turn green, and you'll get like an extra 10% of progress immediately. Yeah. I didn't know this either. It was like the most excited I've heard him potentially ever in your life. Yeah, he was maybe. very excited. It, it was <laughs> it was a breakthrough. He's like, bro, no way. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy because I mean, it doesn't save you a ton of time. I like my fastest time went from like four minutes and you know twenty something seconds to now it's four minutes in I think three seconds. That adds up over time. Or though, maybe it's probably me there a while. Maybe it's four minutes and eight seconds. Either way, it's really close to sub four minutes, which I. I'm not convinced is entirely possible unless I think it is probably like possible. the world record. I think it's probably possible if you get the perfect like tick perfect on mm -hmm. everything because you can one you can one session a few of them. And then if you're if you get the green bar on like certain areas, then I could I could see you getting under four, but it would be like literally a perfect run. That would yeah. never happen again. But um, besides that, I was doing a bunch of that. I got to 70 went from 60 to 70. Oh, you got 10 levels. Yeah. Nice. Um, I was able to buy the the double cannonball thing, which is the main thing I wanted. That'll be huge. And I've also bought all of the um, the molds for the oh for the swords for the sword. The bottle. does that help like a lot? You think? Uh, yeah, I I'd say it does if you plan on staying there for a while. I would say if you're not an Iron Man, don't bother because oh, you're probably okay. just there for the outfit. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I outfit, just want to green log it. The outfit is really expensive. Mm -hmm. It's four thousand a piece, and there's. Four pieces or five I think pieces? there's four. There's four pieces. I'm not 100%. I don't have it yet. 16,000 points is a lot. I think I've from 60 to 70, I've done 50 plus swords. And if I had to guess, I've gotten around like 7,000 points. Oh my God, that's nothing. Yeah. So, uh. I mean, it wouldn't take forever. It'd probably take like a week of like semi grinding to get the whole outfit. But it's still a pretty, pretty long grind. A I put long it, week. I put it on par with pest control. Yeah, that one is kind of annoying too. Yeah. Are you going to work towards the outfit next or? Uh, yeah, because I mean, I'm like I said, for Iron Man, it's there's no other place that's even remotely close to being as worth it for experience per bar spent. Like it, it only took me 500 steel and 500 mithril to get, you know, a few hundred thousand experience. And also on top of that, I also got 900,000 GP, which is 
actually Wait, you got 900,000? Yeah, it's actually Oh my god. That's lot. really good. Yeah, it's actually a lot for an Iron Man. That's really good. And on top of that the outfit's actually good as well. Yeah. So, I'm going to stay there probably for a while. So, I'll end up getting the outfit and um I'll probably green log the whole thing. Also, Might as well. One thing I was going to wait until the question part, but since we're on it, for anyone that has found any use for the catalyst that the guy sells, um, the, the giant, I forgot his name, Krog or Grog or whatever, There's he sells a catalyst, which makes it so you get 50% more XP, but it also makes it so you take one less coal in order to smelt whatever you're smelting. Okay. But it doesn't, the coal part doesn't stack at Blast Furnace. So it just gives you the more XP. So you have to just do it at a regular furnace? You can, no, you can do it at a regular furnace or at the Blast Furnace. It stacks. Oh. But not the coal part. So for instance, steel would still just take one coal each. It mm-hmm. wouldn't take zero, for example. Yeah. But um, the thing is, they each take their own slot. So oh. y- you're going to make half as many, but get the same amount of XP as if you're doing a whole thing. So you're just doing everything twice as slow and you're spending points for it. Is he doing something wrong? Please let us know. I, I even, <laughs> that seems weird. I even looked up like other like Reddit posts on people that tried to use it and it's just like... They're complaining too? It's seemingly worthless. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. You have to buy it to green log it, which is why I did. But yeah, let me know if you've anyone's found any good reason to actually use the catalyst from giant's foundry not the same but you know he has like the drink that uh it boosts your something by four yeah yeah i bought that just like to work on my collection log before i was just there for a little bit and it was cheap and yesterday i actually uh ended up needing it for a clue scroll and i was like wow thank god i went to giant's foundry oh nice it's actually pretty nice (laughs) yeah that's actually how they measure how much money an hour you can make there oh really yeah because those sell for like three thousand gp each or something like that Oh, I thought they were non-tradable. No, they're Okay, so I would have been able to buy one anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I, uh, yeah, I was like, good thing I had this. <laughs> yeah, on the wiki, that's how they measure how much money you make. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, though, I didn't do too much. I did a little bit more herb lore, a little bit more farming. Yeah, you're doing a lot of farming earlier today. Um, I even did some thieving because I did get my farming to 71 as well, which I don't think oh. I mentioned. And uh, I did that entirely just so I could farm or thieve master farmers and have a high chance at getting Renars and Snapdragons. Any? Funny enough, I got four Snapdragons, which is rarer, but zero Renard. Interesting. Yeah, weird. <laughs> but yeah, not the one you want, but okay. Yeah, weird. But uh, yeah, not too much else though. Um, yeah, that, that's about it. Oh yeah, I actually have another update real quick. Um, I'm saying in the podcast, I'm holding myself accountable to this. I'm going to try and be on YouTube more, and maybe wow. yeah, maybe uh, maybe reels, maybe videos, just something. So. Because of that, I think I'm going to be streaming like an hour or two hours less every night just because I want to spend time working on making more content. Yeah. Because as it is now, I feel like I I work on stuff for the stream and I'm not streaming too. So it just doesn't feel like I really have much extra time. So yeah, I think I think it will hopefully work out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to justify it, but. I feel like I have to justify it for some reason. I don't know. Because there's Either always way. people in the stream that like I talk about streaming 40 hours a week. And they're like, if I was streamer, I would stream 12 hours a day. And I'm like, that sounds awful. Yeah, but they don't know how it works. Yeah. I'm like, so. you, your brain needs a break. <laughs> uh, either way, though, with that slightly bad news, good news is if anyone has uh, interesting ideas or just literally anything they want to see for uh, RuneScape or otherwise, yeah. uh, let us know. And 
we will uh, put that in our catalog of video ideas. Yeah, or if you have any um, other game stuff that you're interested in, or like real life, real style stuff, let us know. Because yeah. I, I am interested in reels as well, just because they seem they're short and sweet and simple. And I like watching reels more than videos. You YouTube shorts. Yeah, yeah YouTube shorts. What post? If I did it, the thing is, if I had shorts, I would post it on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Sure. Like you post it everywhere. So if you have any ideas for stuff like that, like uh, anything you want us to do. Yeah, I guess a good example is like coming up soon in the next few months um like diablo 4 is probably going to get released so uh you guys don't have phones not even remotely close in games but uh like for example if you just are interested in that let us know and maybe we'll come out with stuff like that yeah because we're we're very open to doing stuff for other games too because yeah. we'll always have the runescape podcast and a lot of our ideas are runescape based but we like other games yeah that's just an example though yeah doesn't have to be any other video games that could or video games like that like mmos but if it is let us know yeah but um, besides that, also, I guess I'll finish up by mentioning I did get 15.25 total right before <gasps> getting on. So, oh, you did? Yeah. So that's Huge. pretty cool, I guess. Nice. Max when? Uh, tomorrow. Ooh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, but that's about it for us. Try not to linger too long on that. We can move right <laughs> into the blog for this week. Or actually, this came out in the middle of the week. This is going to be the New Skill Community Consultation. 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 Consult. <laughs> Consultation. So for the first time in 15 years, a new skill is winging its way to old school RuneScape. We asked players to vote on whether a new skill should be added to the game, and boy, did you turn out. Over 190,000 of you voted, and 80% of you supported the addition of a new skill. It's happening. It's happening. It's Also, I think it's kind of funny because... Maybe people just found out how to vote, but I feel like the last <laughs> five votes we've had have been like the largest turnouts of all time. Yeah, people are now <laughs> do they actually not know how to vote before. Maybe yeah, like I don't know. Maybe. Now they're realizing like, oh, turns out the polls kind of have important stuff on them. Yeah, because like the <laughs> last like, I've been voting for years. Like usually, typically, if it's a good vote before, it would get close to a hundred thousand votes. Mm -hmm. The last five have had close to two hundred thousand votes, mm -hmm. which I mean, twice it's as nice. many people. That's still you know not a huge percentage of the player base, but it is funny to imagine how many players still did not vote on the poll thing. Yeah. I wonder if people just like straight up, I mean, they just don't pay attention, I guess. I mean, before we started the podcast, I didn't pay attention. Yeah. I didn't even know that rates were a thing. I mean, to be fair, even though I do know about the polls, I sometimes just don't log in and don't remember to vote. So yeah, I've definitely forgotten to vote, but I'd yeah. like to whenever I remember. Yeah. But continuing on, they say, as we described in the blog, the next stage of the process in the community consultation phase. Over the next few weeks, we'll be working to understand what kind of skill you most value and desire. And from there, we'll come up with some concepts based on your feedback. And then they link to a actually really, really informative video that I mentioned earlier about this um, concept. And it's hosted by Mod Aiza. Everyone's so would you recommend I watch this? I would highly recommend everyone that is planning on voting to watch it because okay. um, it does give a really good breakdown of not just what this poll is, but also what the process is entirely for the entire skill consultation. Not just this step, but the next step and continuing on until we actually select a skill. So if you're confused about any of that or have any questions about how the voting works, how the skill is going to get chosen or how much of a difference your vote will make, then I'd recommend watching that video. It's really short. It's only it's less than ten minutes if I had to guess. Um, actually, let me check. It's four minutes. Oh, so. <laughs> it is less than ten minutes. Yeah, very very short. You do not lie. 
So it'll definitely be worth your four minutes to watch whatever yeah, Aiza has to say. I kind of assumed he was just going to be saying everything that they wrote down. So maybe I should have listened to that. <laughs> uh, he does, but he, he does it in a really... Mara Aiza, I think, is a really good... Is he uh, talking? He's, he's very well-spoken. Mm-hmm. So the way he makes things sound is very succinct and easy to understand. So I like how you say better than me. I was like, he's really good at talking. And you're like, well-spoken. <laughs> yeah. So if, if uh, you're not, not the biggest fan of uh, reading, then I, yeah, he, he definitely puts Which, it together yeah, really, I can understand. really well. But um, besides that, there's some interesting statistics about the new poll. Yeah, so they say before we move on, we thought you'd like to see the voter breakdown. 80% of people agree that we should add new skill, which easily passes the poll. You guys remember, they changed the requirements to, from 75% to 70% to pass. And everyone was like, oh, they only did this so a new skill could pass. And yeah, then um, this, it we was easily passed the Overwhelmingly. Overwhelming. Passing. I think it's just a lot of the high-level community being, <laughs> being a little haters. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? The largest cohort of voters by skill total were mid-level accounts, as you may expect. So the breakdown of the skill totals, around 13% of the votes were under 1201 total. Around 11% had 1201 to 1500 total. Around 23 had 1501 to 1800. 34% of voters had between 1801 and 2101. And 19% of voters had above 2101 skill total. Yeah. Shocked and expected but shocked that they're like, most are mid-level. As in up to 2101. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because... Robert told me that and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it I, I am glad that they did kind of confirm this because, I mean, I think we both semi-agreed that until you get to like over 2100 or, you know, like 80s or 90s bases, then you're... I you're mean, like upper middle. Yeah, yeah, really. Like unless you're 90 base, you're probably not in the end game. So you know what I would have liked to see in this in these little statistics is for them to say what percent of all the totals voted no, because they say what percent out of like all the people who voted yeah. yes total. I want to see like more specifically like how many who voted yes and who voted yeah no. who voted yes and who voted no because it could have been like all thirteen percent of the under twelve oh one skill total voted no yeah or something like that yeah it would be very interesting, but yeah I mean to be to be fair it's probably just like. Like three percent from each category voted no. Well, because I was thinking about it, and they're like nineteen around ninety percent of voters had above twenty one hundred one, but it could have been only nineteen, or it could have only been like twenty percent of voters had above twenty one hundred one. So you know that would mean like one percent voted no. I'd want to see what percent voted no. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, some other little statistics you could find interesting: around twenty two percent of all the votes were made via mobile. I've never voted on mobile before. Yeah. Around 30% of you voted via the account management tab rather than a poll booth. I always do that. Wait, I went to a poll booth. Uh, unless I'm like at the bank, then I'm like, oh, a poll booth. Oh, I guess there's a poll right now. Then I'll do it. Oh. But like if I'm like going online, I'm like, I need, I should vote in this poll. I'll just pull it up. Oh, I always do it at the poll booth. How funny. I yeah. do it at the GE or the Farming Guild. But anyway. Um, as far as stage two for the community consultation, though, they do have an image showing all of the steps in the process. And currently, we are at stage two, which shows community it, consultation. That is community consultation. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it says, let's see what type of skill players want is uh, underneath it. The next stage is going to be stage three, skill pitches. And this is where players will decide which of the top level skill concepts we take forward. So that's what's going to be next. 
And then there are revision processes before we lock down the skill. So yeah, it's not till stage six that there's even a beta. Yeah, so we don't lock the skill in until stage five. So we're still quite away from that. Mm -hmm. If I had to give an educated guess, I'd say we're still a good four months at least away from you know, even coming close to locking in a skill. Honestly, I'm surprised that they're having the pull this early. I thought we'd have to wait a little bit longer for anything. Yeah. It, it's I mean, good, though. They're taking initiative. Yeah. If I had to guess, because it's January now, if I had to guess, it'll probably be five months until we actually have a skill, like, locked in and ready to go. And then they'll probably work on it for six months. Like, end of the year, probably. it'll get pushed back, and they'll release it in February next year. <laughs> I could see that very easily. Yeah, so... Gives me time to max first. Yeah, realistically, it's probably over a year until it comes out. I mean, honestly, especially for a lot of these suggestions people are putting out there, there's a lot of content to be made still, so... Mm -hmm, for sure. Um, on top of that, though, there is a little bit of a survey and an in-game poll that we've been discussing this whole time, so in case you missed it, there is a poll live. You can go check it out now, put in your stuff, uh, all your opinions. It is all opinion-based. Yeah, and we will be going over the question shortly. Yes, Please we will. <laughs> but um, along with that, there is, of course, the old poll, the quality of life poll that is still going on in the game, so there's two mm -hmm. of them. They'll be both on the same page. Um, also, on top of that, there is a survey for the community consultation. And Which you've already taken, right? Yeah. So you can go ahead and fill that out if you want as well. It doesn't take that long. Yeah. They said around 30 minutes. How accurate is that? And not very. Cool. I think I think if you like... Really have no idea what you're going to say. Yeah. If you like really are, you know, just searching through your thoughts for each and every question, it could take 30 minutes. But if you go in and you're like, this sounds good, this sounds bad, it's probably like 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, cool. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's kind of how most of their surveys go, I find. Yeah, I plan on doing that before the poll's over, maybe tonight. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they do say that the con the community consultation poll is about five minutes. It's, again, an opinion poll, and it has five simple questions about just in general ideas going forward with the skill. Not ideas for the skill, but ideas revolving yeah. around the well, skill. Well, whenever we read the questions, that'll make more sense. Right now, it sounds kind of vague and weird. Yeah. But, you know, the questions are kind of vague and weird. They are. <laughs> So a final note for the purposes of the community consultation survey and poll, they've categorized existing skills into four broad subcategories. There will always be considerable degree of flexibility as skill types can overlap between each other. For example, the construction skill might be considered a production skill, but in practice, we see it's often trained for utility benefit. When voting, try to think in broad terms and keep the following definitions in mind. So these are the four things that you're voting between. What type of skill do you want? Uh, the first is a combat skill. So a skill that directly integrates with existing combat system and can improve your power in combat. Some examples being range, attack, strength, defense, mage, hit points, and prayer. Next. And just so everyone knows, in this case, this isn't true, but they don't list every skill for each of the things coming up. They only list five per category just to keep it. Oh, I didn't even realize they don't list everything. Yeah, just to keep it a little bit um, more focused I mean, to give you examples. seven. They might. I don't know. I'm not going to do math they, right now. Like I said, this is not the true case for combat. They list all the combat ones there, but for all the coming ones, they're all five each. Mm -hmm. I do think it's interesting because they were talking about how there's overlap. So if you... Just keep overlap in mind because a lot of people would consider Slayer to also be a combat skill, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little, some of them have like multi-meaning. Next up would be the gathering skill, a skill that focuses on collecting resources generally to train production skills. So that would be like some examples, woodcutting, fishing, farming, hunter, and mining. Then production skill, a skill used to take raw resources and use them to make things useful. In OSRS, these tend to resemble real-life trades. So examples would be runecrafting, crafting, fletching, smithing, and herbal 
And finally, Utility Skill, a skill that enhances gameplay mechanics in a unique way. These tend to expand a player's toolkit in a way that is difficult to describe. So examples are Thieving, Slayer, Agility, Construction, and Fire Making. Which also I feel like Thieving could also be a gathering skill. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of overlap. A lot of overlap. Yeah, now that I'm looking at it, which skill did they leave out? Because there's I don't 20... think they left out any. I think you just counted wrong. There's 22 skills on here. Isn't there 23 skills? I don't know. It took us a little while to figure yeah. out, but uh, because they list 22 skills here, and I wanted to make sure I was right in saying they don't list them all, for some reason, they don't list cooking. Yeah, I don't know how much of that I'm going to keep in, because it was kind of funny, because we were just going crazy for a couple minutes there. Yeah, so <laughs> for whatever reason, they didn't put cooking in any of these categories, but uh, it's in there somewhere, I guess. I'm assuming that'd be production? Yeah, Probably. probably. But yeah, there's so much overlap also, and they're also vague. It's also kind of utility as well. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, you can vote for it. I personally, I was torn between gathering and utility. Not because I necessarily like gathering stuff, but I was just thinking like I like Hunter and I like farming and both those are technically gathering. So yeah. that made me like it. But ultimately, I didn't end up voting for utility because I feel like utility would be easy to combine with gathering because I kind of consider Hunter to be utility too. Yeah. Yeah. I like the overlap. So I think I'm going to say that in the survey that I like the overlap and these are like the skills I really like. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, what did you vote? As far as my like methodology, I was also between, um, I was more so thinking gathering and utility with kind of production in the back mm -hmm. of my mind. But um, overall, I went with utility mostly because, um, and obviously take this with a grain of salt because I've been playing <laughs> a lot of my GIM recently. But yeah. it, I, I've been preferring mini games for a lot of my gathering sources. That's very true. Um, he made me realize that too whenever he was talking about it. I was like, do I like gathering just because I could see the potential for really good mini games? Yeah, so like as as it stands, the gathering skills they list, wood cutting, which is, I mean, a really boring AFK skill. Yeah, but they will be adding the forestry to make it a little more interesting. Yeah, either way, that skill is loved because it's AFK. Yeah. Fishing is... It's loved because of Tempros? It's, yeah, because of Tempros <laughs> and because the other methods are fairly AFK. Farming I just like because it's easy, but also it's not a good skill to like grind every day because you just do like one run a day is like... The usual way people do it. Yeah, usually you just do, you're not doing like five herb runs a day. Yeah, you're even not. If you can. If I was streaming farming, I it would be hard for me to do a full stream of only farming without going to Tithe Farm. Yeah, as that's one thing I wish there was a minigame for because, I mean, obviously there's Tithe Farm, but you don't actually get anything from that except for the outfit and, you know, the mm -hmm. seed box and stuff like that. Honestly, as a as an Iron Man, hate farming just because I can't Starting like. Seeds, it's like, said. oh, I want to go get. Like, I want to go, if I want to farm for farming, I'm going to go kill Chaos Druids or something or thieve, like, from yeah. someone. We had, like, or a kill Timmin, bosses or something. We had, like, a Timmin talk about earlier because I'm obviously not iron and I was like, just do farming contracts. No, it's way harder than And Robert thinks. was like, are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't had a U siege in forever. Yeah. Farming but, um, contracts are good, but you need seeds to do farming contracts. Yeah. Uh, so, farming, I could, I... I mean, I don't want another skill like farming. That would honestly suck. Uh, mm -hmm. Hunter, I think, is already a really good skill. So I'd love cool. Hunter. I think Hunter is well done. So that's what made me wonder, like, should I go for gathering? Because I really like Hunter. Yeah. And mining is really lame, in my opinion, as a skill. Mining, I feel like, has a lot of potential, though. Yeah, I agree. But like I said, like, those skills, I the only reason that those skills, I think, are um, there is because they facilitate other skills. Yes. So I wouldn't necessarily want another gathering skill 
because of that. Like, I, I kind of feel like it's like, it, it'd be like a weird spot. Like, are they, like, I don't know how they would add another. I'm sure it would work out, you yeah. know, no matter what you end up picking. It's so. hard for us as not being game developers to think about how would this work? Also, if your job is to make it work, I'm sure it will. It'll work. <laughs> so I just personally can't envision a gathering skill that would be cooler than any mini game or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I just decided not to go with that. And I went with utility because those skills are some of like the skills that I like more, mm-hmm. I guess. But um, either way, I don't, I don't know. It just seemed like it'd be cooler to have a utility skill that like supports other skills and doesn't rely on gathering or production no i i agree also the way that i feel like maybe it's just because i really like exploring new areas and stuff, but the way they described it sounds way better that they're like enhances mechanics in a unique way i'm like that just sounds fun yeah they if, literally say it's difficult to describe and i'm like i'm intrigued yeah because if, <laughs> if you think about it thieving is like a really big part of like farming for example that we were just talking about mm-hmm. slayers really integral to not just bossing but just combat in general yeah um, I love all the overlap between them because uh, it makes me less yeah. nervous about having to choose one. Because I, at first, when I saw the poll, I was like, I don't like that they're making us choose one already. Like, I need examples. Yeah. But I, I think, feel better knowing there could be overlap. I think because maybe other people are thinking similarly. So I think maybe because it's really easy to envision a new utility or combat skill that those might be the two highest voted skills. You think combat will be? I think combat in in my opinion, is the most intriguing of these. I agree that combat is intriguing. I did vote utility still because I think that's more fun, but I would be... I wish that they'd put forward ideas because I kind of wanted to see what kind of things that they'd suggest for combat. Yeah, like I... I wouldn't know if I would want it necessarily, but I'd want to hear about it. it, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because... I, I mean, you can easily think of like stuff like necromancy just came out for RS3 mm-hmm. or, you know, I, like when we were pitching ideas, we were pitching like dark magics or dark arts. And yeah, um, just think or, I'd love to hear how they can make it different. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. So because it, so, it's hard because yeah. range is so like vague. so vague and sweeping and broad that it covers everything that can be thrown. Yeah, essentially. they could easily add new stuff and kind of adjust range as needed. Yeah, so I don't... Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do think, think it's the most... That's why I think it's the most intriguing because, like, I don't... I, I, I think whatever they added would be really cool and would really mix everything up, but also because it would mix everything up, I'm also, like, scared that they wouldn't do as good of a job for fear of that. That's fair. I don't think that combo will win, but I'm like, can you guys still just tell us what ideas you had? Because yeah. I want to hear about them. It'd be funny if like they like do end up telling us ideas and everyone like goes back and like gets like has a fit and they're like, we all changed our mind and want to do combat now. <laughs> I mean, I think that they would let us do that. That's why I also think it's going to take forever because I think that they'd go backwards. They kind of say that they'd go backwards. You'll you'll hear about that in a second, but I what's the what's your least favorite of all the options? What do you want to see the least? My least favorite is Should you say I'm three? Um I want I wonder if it's the same thing. Uh, uh yeah, I guess so, sure. Okay. One, two, three. Production. production. Hey. It sounds the least interesting. Yeah, just because <laughs> I mean production really it's bank standing. Is, yeah, it's bank standing. I mean runecrafting is the only active one out of all those, really. Yeah, runecrafting is, but even then it's really just mindlessly running back and forth yeah. if I'm you're not if you're, not doing, the, if you're not doing the mini game it's just mindlessly running back and forth mm-hmm. 
Smithing, also mindlessly running back and forth. Yeah. Uh, crafting. Crafting, you're standing, standing at a bank. Standing in place mindlessly. <laughs> Fletching, you're standing at a bank. Herblore, you're standing at a bank. Yeah. And they're all viables, which I mean, is also some people, Some people will vote for it because of that. Some people want AFK yeah. viable. I was, I was about to say, a lot of people- It's what I'm least interested in. A lot of people will vote for it because it's viable. I like actively training for the most part. There's yeah. a few instances where I prefer AFK, but if I'm like streaming and working on a skill, I'm like, I don't want to bank stand. <laughs> I, I think honestly, I, it would be really easy to convince me that all of the max characters would vote for production because they probably already have oh, plenty. Oh, they just want to buy it. Yeah, they maybe? have plenty of gold. They can. They already have plenty of resources if they're Iron Man. They can just have all the stuff they need and do it right away Try and they'll out. have their cape again. I hope that I've seen some people like this. So I hope it's um, the majority of people who are thinking of it in a very, I think, fair way where they're like, I'm already maxed like and that's cool. Like, I want to see new stuff in the game. Like, I want to see new content, work on new content. Yeah. But I know that there's going to be some people who don't care and just want their max cape for no reason. Yeah. So hopefully most people vote for what they actually think would be most fun in game and not just quickest 99. Yeah. yeah. And and also to your point about them going back on, oh, yeah. on polls, they actually have a little thing in the next section, which is the timeline. They do have a little part of their graph that says that they can go back to any of the points based on community feedback. Mm-hmm. So, so we could get to the end and be like, we hate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if it would be I don't be know if they did that far, but. But uh, yeah, if if we do need to take a step back, they do say they're open to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go over a little bit of a timeline. So they say over the next few weeks, they're going to be analyzing the data coming through via the community consultation stage run now. And then they'll get started on creating some top level skill pitches, stage three. They may decide to run additional community consultation surveys if needed. From there, though, the information collected via the surveys and in-game polls will be used to create the pitches. As you know, nothing is locked in until you reach stage five. So what we're just saying, we can always move backwards. As such, you should think of the community consultation as advisory rather than binding. So perhaps we will land on production and then everyone will be like, no, I hate it. And it won't be binding. Yeah. Or maybe <laughs> it'll it'll land on that and they have really good pitches and everyone's fine with it. Yeah. But... I'm so excited to hear the pitches. They say that we're confident that this is the best approach because it will allow us to present top-level designs that we can iterate further if you want us to, rather than spending loads of development time on ideas you don't like. I think that's very smart. Yeah. Once we have a pitch the community wants to take forward, we can work on the details. We expect to share our skill pitches with you in February. That's so soon. February could be next week. February yeah. will probably be the last day of February. It'll probably be, <laughs> yeah, at least a couple weeks from now. Yeah. They do say, though, that if they need to extend the community consultation, it could take a little longer. They definitely don't want to rush it at all. Yeah. But be sure to go fill out the survey, you guys. Like, it seems very important. Yeah, absolutely. And also, they continue on to the next section, saying that there is a new skill player council discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a studio, we really enjoy communicating directly with players to understand your views, and we're privileged to have such an engaged community with so many exciting ideas. So, um, moving forward, it says that it only makes sense in line with our goals for the community consultation. We'd create a platform where you can communicate directly with particular highly engaged players about their thoughts of the new skills. And this is going to be hosted on Discord. It's going to be called the New Skill Player Council. So, how it works is. Uh, they're going to be selecting applicants from the community consultation survey, and you're going to be invited to the new skill player council discord, where they're going to be asking you different questions on uh, related topics to the new skill. For transparency, everyone will be able to join the discord 
and view the channels, although only the invitees will be able to participate in discussion. That's so, kind of nerve-wracking to think if you get invited, everyone's just going to be like in their own Discord calls roasting you, watching you guys talk about it. Yeah, exactly. So that's a lot of... Um, a lot of responsibility, but, you know, someone's got to do it. Yeah. So We did both say that we would be down to do it on the survey. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of conversations um, that are going to be directed by the mods themselves. Mm -hmm. And they'll approach the group with questions. And hopefully the group members will have answers. Everyone ignores them. So since we don't have the ability to monitor the Discord, the channels will be opened and locked as necessary. Smart to keep away the trolls. Also, for the smaller focus groups, there's going to be groups of 6 to 10 players. And they're all going to be um, so that developers can reach out under NDA for trusted player opinions on quick questions and specific feedback points. I mean, I'm guessing, honestly, they're probably only going to get more prevalent members of the community. I agree, probably. Or, yeah, I don't I don't really see them being like, oh, 1300 skill level Johnny, what skill that, do you want to add to the game? I think that kind of would be better, though. I mean, yes. To have a huge variety. I, I think it would help, but I also, like, a 1300 skill player doesn't know what they want. Yeah, I think it'll be like, um, I think it'll probably be like big. Either content creators or just um, like big players. Yeah, like they're like in the community. I think they'll active. get more. They'll get more out of asking Wooks what he wants from the game than yeah, just some you know ten hundred skill level player that just you know barely got done with smithing. And I do think that people who are like more well known probably have more to lose via an NDA, where just any random person could get it and be like, oh, I don't want to do this NDA thing and just share. That being said, I mean, I don't know if there's legal repercussions or what. I was about to say, that being said, anyone doesn't really want to get sued. So maybe not. <laughs> That's fair. But you can apply uh, to be one of these selected members. So it seems like along with, although I do think it's mainly going to be more influential people it seems like they are committed to maybe picking some people from the community yeah. so. at least in the bigger one i feel like the small focus group will probably be yeah so you can things. go into the poll and actually say that you are down to be selected for this group even if you voted no you might be approached as well yeah they so. do want to have a wide range of players with all kinds of interests uh, unfortunately of course they won't be able to invite everyone that applies i thought but, there was only uh, 10 people applying no, that's worse. <laughs> They're going to have larger groups and the 6 to 10 smaller focus groups. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, misread that. Yeah, it's going to be multiple groups. Um, on top of that, though, it says if you don't get chosen to be part of the council, please don't worry. Feedback will still be collected on platforms. So, you know, the regular places, Reddit, Twitter, and Facebook. And they're going to reopen applications at a later date again. So you will have multiple chances, apparently. Um, also, the standard working hours for the Discord is going to be uh, 0900 to 1800 GMT on weekdays. Cool. So Middle of the night. That'll probably be the most active time. The gen hours in the U.S. Yeah, or early morning because <laughs> that does last for quite That's a while. That's still the gen hours for me. I'm just never going to sleep. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> Either way, though. They do continue asking for tips for your feedback. Yeah, so we've already seen loads of valuable feedback about the new skill, but some of you may be wondering how you can voice your opinions in a constructive, helpful way. Here's our top tips for making your feedback stand out. Start with why you want something before going to specifics. So as developers, we really want to know what motivates your wants and must-haves. In some cases, it's more important than the thing you're saying. Explaining your core motivation helps us understand why an idea would be good for the game. It can also inspire developers to create new and innovative solutions to achieve the core of what you're asking for. And this next sentence is the best example. So something that people should really squeeze into their ear holes. Yes. So, for example, player X really likes the concept of sailing, but their motivation in actuality, I added that, is to find new bosses in different places. 
This can be achieved in all kinds of ways and doesn't specifically need to be a sailing skill. That's why we've been, or I've at least been saying for weeks that people that want sailing really just want dungeoneering in a different way. That's why, I think that's also why whenever people, I'm already kind of thinking about this. Whenever people ask me, what do you want? I can't say a specific skill because I just say, I want to go new places and explore. Like, I don't know what skill that would be. I I think that I like, trust that they'll be able to think of something unique. Yeah, seeming, and we'll vote no if it's bad. Seemingly, they they want feedback like that more than people just saying sailing. Yeah, more than just being like sailing, and then you're like, why? And you're like, because I watched a video on it. And it sounds yeah, fun. Like, just say what aspects of it you think. Do you sound like fun. the traveling? Do you like yeah. boats? Do you like the sea? Like, yeah. what part of it do you like? Be more specific. Yeah. They also say, don't be afraid to explain a personal or selfish reason why you feel a certain way. We need players to be brutally honest about what they want. That doesn't mean be mean, though, everyone. Like, still be courteous. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just don't beat around the bush and be like, I want sailing because uh, bosses. It's like, they don't have to add the sailing part and the traveling part and the island part just because you want bosses. Yeah. Speaking on behalf of other types of players or communities gives us an inaccurate picture of your desires and motivations. So it's okay to be selfish and speak only for yourself. We want to know why your feedback matters to you so that our skill pitches align with your expectations. For and example, yeah, this next sentence is also really important. <laughs> if you want a skill that's AFK, we'd rather hear one good point explaining why than a dozen reasons an AFK skill might be valuable to other communities. So just be really honest with them. Don't don't think that you have to hide behind, well, this would be good for irons too. You can just say why you want it. The irons will say it for themselves later on. Yeah. And also, that's, I mean, go back to like what we voted on. Just because we didn't vote on gathering skills doesn't mean that woodcutting is a bad skill mm -hmm. it's like one of the probably the best afk skill in the game yeah so that's why just that's why i think we should all also fill out the survey so you can say what aspects you like of the skills you didn't vote for too that you'd want to see yeah in the skill it's not that you don't want to see you those don't skills want because they're afk it's just because you don't want another afk skill yeah it doesn't one you can't have one without the you can have one and not have the other exactly so. their next piece of advice is to keep the feedback concise with a hot button topic like a new skill, we're sure you have loads to say. In an ideal world, we'd be able to sift through pages and pages of feedback every day. Unfortunately, with several different platforms to monitor and thousands of interactions from players, we don't have time to read everything. Concise feedback is more likely to be seen by the team. We're not looking for one-liners, but please try to give us the condensed version where possible. We hope these tips give you a bit more insight into the feedback process, and we look forward to hearing your thoughts. And they say, finally... Thank you so much for trusting us to work on new skills in 2023. It's a huge challenge, but we have faith that you'll be able to tell us exactly what you want. We look forward to your survey responses. There's also a short in-game poll running that we mentioned, so you guys go vote on that. And they say that Mod Husky, Kieran, and Elena joined them for a live chat on the 23rd of January. So this is already passed, more so about the community consultation. So you guys can go on YouTube, right, to watch that back. Yeah. It's on YouTube? Okay. Yeah, that is it for the new skill. Well, it, it, it will be on YouTube eventually. Oh, yeah, it might if, not be yet. I don't... If you really want to see it before then, you can go to their Twitch channel and they'll likely have a VOD of it. I wasn't sure if they do these usually on Twitch. Oh, they li I literally said Twitch. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you guys can go back and watch that VOD because I'm, I'm so excited. Like, I don't think I'll watch the VOD, but I'm really excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am excited as well. At so, first, I was, like, so hesitant about this poll. But after reading the blog and, like, talking about it with you and stuff, I feel so much better about it and just more excited. I didn't realize that so many of the skills had, like, overlaps based on their categories. Yeah. That's very reassuring to me. I, I don't know how, but I wish there was, like, a survey, like, poll thing on, like, Reddit that you could do. 
and like if it was like pinned to the top of the subreddit. They should do that. That, but the thing is, I don't want it to be like, like, uh, like useless essentially. Like I still want it to be like I want this because of this, mm-hmm. and then just like have like twenty of the top ones, and then you could like maybe put in feedback saying you want something else or like similar to this but slightly different or add your vote to one of those because so, i don't know how they're going to sift through the you know i mean what what's everyone gonna do? Imagine, Every, is everyone going to post a single post on reddit and be like i want this because of this yeah and right that's it. i don't know how that will work and then they're not going to see it can i ask you did the survey do you want to share some of what you answered on it uh no because i don't want to influence people so oh that's fair okay yeah. fine i won't say too much of mine then <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, I don't think that's the point. Maybe we'll share it um, after the survey's all done. We can talk about it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, but you don't have to do it still, but would it be influencing or would it just be more giving a different perspective? What if someone hears your perspective and they're like, oh my God, I wish I'd thought of that? I think enough people are going to give their perspective <laughs> that uh, I'd prefer people just think <laughs> about fair. it for themselves for a little yeah. while. And we don't want to be cyber bullied for our dumb opinions. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and we are back from our little intermission. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. <laughs> um, but we do have a, what do you have, a slight update from I what's have a couple, happened? I actually did a couple of things last night. So first, I wanted to share, I made. I was making sure that I was allowed to talk about this and wasn't on down low. I'm doing my first, like, bingo-ish game, and I'm yeah, very excited. Yeah, she's doing a community event of sorts. Yeah, so it's by Leisha Locks. She also streams, and she came up with, like, a 15-card game, and basically we're all going to get, like, randomly assigned five cards at a time based on tiers and it's gonna be like to go and hunt those items and we all could turn in 15 cards at the end whoever has the most points wins all right so it sounds like a like a complicated um treasure hunt or oh when you say it like that it sounds more fun yeah <laughs> i'm really excited about it though yeah i mean that's what it sounds like to me yeah i've never done anything before and she posted about it and i was like this sounds cool and i have a fairly stacked team fairly I'm not, stacked i'm not trying to brag she is i am trying to brag so i have me I have Arc Rain, I have Bali Song, STD Takedown. These are everyone's these are everyone's Twitch names. Yeah, don't, don't judge. And I feel like none of these people even listen to the podcast, which is the funniest part. Probably not, but you know, maybe you've heard them. I have dating and I have Ilido. Ilido and Arc both stream as well. Yeah. And STD was like is rank eleven for Serb, so I'm like, okay, he could grind bosses just fine. We have a couple of toppers. We all can do chambers and TOA. So I'm like I feel okay about this team. I feel good. Yeah. She, yeah. Didn't, she didn't invite me, just so everyone knows. <laughs> I did try, and Robert was like, I don't uh, think I can really do it. Yeah, she didn't invite me. You know what's funny, though, is Bali is actually um, one of Ellie'd, Ellie's mods. Ellie's another streamer. She's yeah. doing this as well. And he was, like, messaging me, just, like, basically declaring war on Ellie. And I guess he was messaging her, too, being like, we're going to beat you so bad and stuff like that. And well, I was like, dang. now you have to do that. I know. I was like, can't we be allies? <laughs> what do you mean? Nope. So that's really cool. That's starting um, tomorrow. I'm probably going to do that in stream, like, for a lot of the week, I'm sure. Yeah. Probably. Uh, so I'll try to choose fun cards that are entertaining content for you guys. Fun cards. Yeah. And also, last night, huge, huge gains. And huger gains today, actually. I went and finally did all the God War dungeon uh, combat achievements I needed. Yeah. There was four of them I needed. If you guys, at the beginning of the episode, I said I was going to start streaming less. That was a lie. I streamed an hour later than normal because I got combat achievements and I was helping other people get them. But pretty much, I had one left and I went and did that today. So I finished my hard combat achievements. Nice. Yeah. The last one was the Abyssal Sire killing all the signs before they mature. And that was kind of annoying. It took me like six kills, but I got it. Wow, six. Mm-hmm. 
That's crazy. That's actually not that much, is it? Yeah, no, yeah, no, not that's at not all. too bad at all. No. Yeah, I just copied some YouTube video. I should like it. Doesn't have many views. Well, actually, it kind of has a decent amount. Anyway, I'm really excited about this, and that's all I have. We could go into the updates. Okay. Let's get anything yeah. you did. Thankfully, I do not have any updates. So <laughs> I, I had not, a weirdly uh, exciting night and day. I will not bore you with that. But well, since am I boring? We people? are back here. Let's start off with the update. So the wilderness boss rework is the update for Woo! this week. And we are going to be talking about that. There's already been a few hot fixes and cold fixes and responses to community feedbacks. So um, I guess we'll kind of just go over that real quick because yeah. none of them are really like spoilery or anything like that. I also did go to the places, but I'll talk about it as we go through the notes. Yeah. So the first one is the Void Waker, the new uh, Karasi weapon or the old Karasi weapon now named the Void Waker is wasn't showing up in the GE. But <laughs> it, sh it should be later. Uh, later so people today, people were probably trying to like uh, buy it from Max Cash, and she's like, not there. Yeah, people probably still might buy it from Max Cash, but probably not as many because now there's going to be more that people can't sell. That's the melee weapon that hits mage, right? Uh, yeah, it's the it's the melee weapon. Why we talk about that? I mean, apparently, it's Max. Yeah, apparently, it is arguably the best of the new items that have and come. People out. already think it's going to get nerfed. <laughs> um, the we'll next see. thing is going to be for the dragon pick. A lot of people were saying that if you got it, repaired it, it wouldn't show up in the collection log. Now it should. Oh. Um, but unfortunately, anyone that already fixed it, you know, you're kind of SOL. There's no chance that you're going to get it put back into your log. So you have to farm it again if you want it to be Wait, in your log. That's really annoying. There's no way to. Yeah. I, I don't know how it works. Unfortunately. Well, to be fair, if you are going for that in your log, there's probably a good chance you need a lot of other things. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it will be annoying, but also it's like not going to probably make or break someone's collection log. That's fair. And the last thing is people are saying, uh, I've seen this complaint a lot, actually, mm -hmm. which I don't think was really accurate. But either way, uh, a lot of people are saying that they didn't like how few resources or drops you're getting from the multi-bosses in the wilderness. Okay. And it's because, one, there was a bug. So um, it's kind of like how Nex works for anyone that's been Nex. Anyone that kills or hits the boss should get loot up to a maximum of 15 players. So the 15 highest damage dealers, I'm pretty sure. I didn't know there was a max number. <laughs> Yeah, but this max number was accidentally set to five instead of 15. <laughs> so people were only getting, only five people were getting the amount of loot that like five people would get, even though it, sh it should have been times three because yeah. three times as many people should have gotten it. Thankfully, that one was fixed before I went there. Yeah. We were all getting loot. Yeah. So, yeah, from what I've seen, people are getting decent amounts of loot. A lot of people are like complaining that in small groups, you're not getting a ton of loot. It's, it's not supposed to be. Yeah. Well, they do say that they're going to be reviewing the loot quantities over the next few days. So they might buff it a little bit. Yeah. The, the thing is, like, there's two things that work here. Like, one, people are like, oh, it's probably going to be most optimal to do it in smaller groups. It's like, yeah, sure. If you're going for the rare items, it probably will be. Again, I don't know how much GP you're making per hour doing that. But in mass groups, you're making a lot of GP per hour because 15 people are getting loot. And the rare items are still dropping. So... I don't, Very fun. I know a lot of people are like, oh, we're not getting the amount of money that you get from Vorkath or Hydra. Well, it's not supposed to be. Oh, no. Actually, it is supposed to be comparable, huh? They said it's supposed to be comparable, but also I don't know how they're doing that math. So, uh -huh. I mean, technically, if... And also, those aren't... Those are solo bosses. They might mean they're comparable when you're solo and you're the only one getting all the loot. So yeah, it's buffed more. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Exactly. That's why I was like, there's so many factors into like saying a statement like that. I don't know what they were going for. But mm -hmm. either way, yeah, it's like 
is it one loot times 15 equals the average loot that you'd get from like Vorkath or whatever? We were all, we were talking about yesterday and we think it's just like, if you do the most damage, you get better loot and kind of like scales. Yeah. Well, usually you'll get, it's still RNG, of course, but you have better chances of getting good rules. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't add an MVP mechanic to these bosses. It doesn't seem I like. I see them adding that later, to be I honest. Mean, yeah, I mean, it seems like that's how it works or at least how it should work but apparently it's behind the scenes it, like mvp it, it doesn't let you know like how it does at like corp or i mean uh -huh. obviously corp but like <laughs> like next where it tells who got the who got the mvp and stuff like that but maybe it's because people would complain because i know like wraith multiple times has like i think like a thousand kills at next has never gotten any of the um what are they called the melee gear Oh, the Torva? Yeah, has never gotten any Torva. Has gotten MVP multiple times and someone else gets Torva. Yeah. So maybe I they mean, don't want people complaining like, I got sniped on my MVP. It's all, <laughs> it's all RNG. I mean, Truly. MVP only means like a slightly better chance. Yeah. Um, but they do continue. Uh, that's actually the end of the hot fixes and cold fixes. So far. So far. But we'll go into the actual update this time around. So they say, calling all thrill seekers. The Wilderness boss rework is finally here. Steal your nerves and prepare yourself for battle against bosses and players alike before venturing north to take on the reworked versions of Venonatus, Vedion, and Callisto. Or if you're feeling a bit risk adverse or averse, sorry, there's no D in there. Uh, their <laughs> weaker brethren, Spindle, Calvarion, and Artio. I don't really understand the game different name. Well, what are they no, gonna that'd call be them? Little Vedion. That'd be kind of cute. No, that's the pet name. <laughs> Dang it, Vedion Junior. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I think that's actually the vet, the the pet name. Darn it! But <laughs> either way, <laughs> all the cute so, little names are gone. Yeah, we're not gonna spend too much time on these patch notes just because we have already talked about these. These were in the beta or you know the previous vlogs or blogs and stuff like that. So we are gonna go over everything, but not in like super detail. Mm -hmm. So just be aware. Yeah. Um, as far as mechanically and visually, all Venonatus, Vedion, and Callisto have been adjusted as per the previous blogs. So on top of that, they added various new locations south of Anne Carroll. They added Vedion's Rest, Callisto's Den, and the Silk Chasm, as well as various entrances to entrances to and slash exits from the escape caves. There's like a lot of little caves around now. Yeah. But they're all in the same areas. The though. cave entrances to all the bosses look like really good. Yeah. They look really nice. I mean two of them are caves and then I think it's Vedion's is like a crack in the ground. Yeah. Like because it is a skeleton, so it's like it was buried there. It's kind of cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So all if anyone hasn't seen them, you can even just look up pictures they have pictures of all the layers pictures. of the bosses I like it so the bear looks like a bear den the spider looks like a spider's web and vedion lives in a crypt yeah so yeah they're, they're all very appropriate and on, on top of that all the bosses have gotten a little bit of a revamp revamp so they look fairly new and nice vedion looks the most different yeah he does sure. vedion looks really cool but i do wish it was more glowy like how it used to be yeah a little bit more glow uh, on top of that of course they added the soloable bosses spindle calvarion and rto to their two two Man, to their new locations near the Graveyard of Shadows called the Skeletal Tomb, Hunters, End, and Web Chasm. So I went and read not all these notes, but some of them earlier, and I saw new solo bosses, and I didn't realize that it was the same bosses, but weaker. I was like, what spindle? And I was like, I was like oh. Yeah, same bosses, different <laughs> I kind of felt scammed a little bit. I was like, okay, like... You could have said we added weaker versions of them, too, not new bosses. Well, I mean, they are new they bosses. They are technically new, but... 
you know what I mean. On top of that, from all of the new as well as the revamped bosses, you're going to be able to get these new items, being the Earth Sign Chain Mace, Web Weaver Bow, and Accursed Scepter. They're all going to be tradable upgraded versions of the Vagor's Chain Mace, Crossbow, and Thamaron's Scepter. Made using tradable attachments dropped by the reworked and new bosses. Nice. Uh, on top of that, they added the reworked Thamron Scepter. The new Void Waker, the one we just mentioned, you can assemble it from the Void Waker gem, hilt, and blade components dropped by the reworked and new bosses. So you're going to have to craft that one together. It doesn't seem like there's any requirement. You just have to have the items. Yeah, at least, I mean, maybe it'll say later on, but yeah, not yeah. here. From what, it, from what we can tell, you just put it together. Uh, increase the drop rate of Revenant weapons from Revenant NPCs by 50%, which sounds like a lot yeah. because it is a lot, but it's not really. They're still like one out of 14,000 at best. Oh, or they're really like rare. That. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay. Yeah, they're still really rare. Uh, increase the drop rate of Revenant weapons from Revenant NPCs by five times when killing them on a wilderness slayer task. So, so only go for that on a slayer task. <laughs> yeah, I saw a actually, I wanted to get your potential thoughts on this. I saw a really good question. This is kind of dipping into our Q&A section, but okay. a pretty good question for the mods that might have already answered this, but for their Q&A that was today that we missed, someone was asking for Cristilla, the Slayer boss, uh -huh. they feel like they have to have an entirely separate block list for just the wilderness, because obviously there's not going to be a lot of stuff in the wilderness that you're blocking for if you don't ever go there. That's true. So they're wondering if to promote Crystilla's use, it'd be worth having a separate wilderness slayer block list. I think that would make her more use. I don't know if they would do that, though, because a lot, not a lot, but like there's definitely some stuff that she assigns that you get assigned normally anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've only done a few tasks by her, but all the tasks I've done by her, they weren't wilderness exclusive like mobs. So it's stuff that I could have blocked regardless and they would help me with other slayer masters as well. Yeah. But I do think think that that would encourage people more yeah i, I think that would encourage me because the only yeah. reason she gives the most points for anyone that doesn't know she gives yeah. the most slayer points by far it's like because so you have close. the risk of the wilderness yeah and i think if they added a new block list i'm not saying i would go there frequently but i'd be much more, more much more intrigued to go there like once i was you know higher level and stuff like that i think i'd be more willing to do if there's a second list as well i don't know if they would but I'd, I'd like that. Yeah. I <laughs> honestly also just don't see a reason why they wouldn't. I mean, mm. Cristilla, she still wouldn't be maybe, the go-to for a lot of people. Maybe if, like, you could only, maybe if it was, like, only a couple slots and you could only block stuff found in the wilderness. Because that's just, like, only reps, huh? Um, no, yeah, I mean. It'd be tricky. I, I, think, I don't know what exactly they do. I think maybe there could be, like, a combination where you could unlock, like, two additional Slayer or... Wilderness only Slayer blocks mm -hmm. for your block list. That'd be nice. Maybe by doing like Slayer Diaries or something, or not Slayer Diaries. Wilderness Diaries. Wilderness Diaries. Like if you had. That'd like, be a really good reward for like Hard and Elite, like one and then two. Yeah, maybe like one, or it could even be as far as like one extra block for like every other. So like you get mm -hmm. one on Medium, Elite, and then Master. Or, Elite's the highest. Yeah, Elite's the highest. Kind of yeah, weird like, that they don't have more, honestly. Yeah, maybe you could get one more from combat achievements. I don't know, but like, yeah, like two, cool. two or three would be cool. I like it as a reward so then people can complain about it being too easy. Yeah, <laughs> I think that'd be cool because then also people that don't do wilderness obviously wouldn't care because they don't go there anyways. Yeah, I like that actually. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. It's I thought, a good idea. I thought, it was, I thought it was a good idea. A good question at least. Yeah. 
Uh, moving on to other reworked stuff, they added the D pick for the first time outside of the wilderness. So <laughs> this is a big one for a lot of people, obviously, especially all of the Iron Man were probably really hyped because they didn't want to go and get farmed in the wilderness. Fair. Um, so they're going to get farmed by Calphite Queen because she yeah. smacks, dude. She does, but they did make <laughs> it a fairly reasonable drop rate at one out of 400 from the Calphite Queen. They also reduced the drop chance at KBD from uh, 1,500 to 1,000, so Not way, way bad. better. It's That's, like a 50% better. Yeah, almost. And um, they also added it to one more spot, which is the, it's a random drop from the ore packs at Petri at Petrified Percy's shop at the Volcanic Mine. Robert doesn't like it. I do not like it at all. <laughs> it just and seems on top weird. of it being random, you get it broken, which means you have to take it to Nermoff, uh, which is in another the, NPC. Yeah, which is in the dwarf mines, and get it repaired for two and a half million GP. It's a lot of gold to repair it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely is. It's. I mean, it's an expensive item, so it makes sense. But still, it depends on how rare it is from these ore packs. It is for fairly it to be that rare. It's really rare. That it's fairly be rare. Two and a half mil. If it's super rare. Yeah, it is. It is fairly rare. <laughs> from what I've seen, this is very anecdotal. But I have. Because it's not confirmed the drop rates yet, right? No, they haven't okay. confirmed. I don't think so. But um, what's it called? I I have seen three separate accounts of people getting it. So, because mm -hmm. you could obviously save up points and then just buy out the packs. The packs yes. are four thousand points each, and on average for a game, you'll get around ten to fifteen k. It all depends on your level. I've never done so. I don't even know how long it takes. I should try it. Uh, yes, yeah, I, I think you could get around. Um, Man, I don't. I really don't want to mess up these no, numbers. No, you haven't been. Just don't even. Don't even speculate if you haven't been. Well, I look. <laughs> I look at the wiki a lot. Oh, okay, because you're interested. Yeah, because I know how much XP you can get. You can get from level fifty. You can get around like fifty k, sixty k XP, mm -hmm. all the way up to ninety nine. You get around seventy to eighty k XP. So it's nice. it's a lot faster than a lot of other traditional methods. Yeah. Which is why I was looking into it. But a lot of people were saying it's like really off putting how complicated people make it out to be. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it actually is complicated. Apparently the worlds are popping off right now, obviously, because they just added this. But um so I'm I'm like on the fence of whether I should or shouldn't even try it. Might as well try. I'm, I might try it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm still kind of intrigued. But it would be the best place for you to get the dragon pickaxe on your GIM for sure. Because you could work on your mining too. Yeah. But I think I'm I'm just gonna throw a number out there. I'm almost sure this is what I saw, but from what I can tell, if you're 90 plus, you can get anywhere between 10 to 15,000 points an hour. Um, so it's like... We're already getting all the one-star reviews. You remembered incorrectly. It, yeah, like I said, it, it, it depends. <laughs> He's trying to remember. He doesn't remember for sure, but thinks it's this. Well, no, it, it depends uh, a lot on how well you do in the game and how many okay. points you get in the game that translate to those points and experience. Yeah. So it really depends. There is wide ranges, but... I'm. I think if like you were really optimal, you can get fifteen to seventeen k an hour, something like that. Okay. So I've seen people spend a hundred k and not get it. I've seen people spend two hundred k and get it. Okay. So, so it might be rare. Yeah. Or that person could have had bad luck. Exactly. If, if, you, <laughs> if you do get it in a in a hundred k, I feel like that would technically be lucky because that okay. would only be ten hours of farming. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll have to wait for the... I'm sure that the drop rates will be out like next week. Yeah, I think they are trying to do it every week or two. So yeah. it should be out relatively soon. Either way, if you don't have it and you aren't the level for PVM, 10 hours is not that big of a grind. Yeah. So I'm not as put off by the grind. 
That being said, it the, is random where it comes from. That being said, it is completely random. Was it an ore pack? And the person that did 100k <laughs> didn't get it, so that was 10 hours. But the person that did 200k, that was potentially 20 hours, did get it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the person that I think got, uh, they traded in 1.2 million points, and they got two, okay. two well, of them. Yeah. So that's still not lucky. Like it's all RNG, but it's a grind. But you'll be getting your mining up at the same time. Yeah, exactly. So there's kind of like rewards coming from there. Either way, if you have done this and got it, let us know how many it took mm-hmm. and whether you think it the grind was worth it. Yes, um, please. I think it would be really interesting for a lot of people, especially Iron Man, to know whether it's worth the grind. Yeah. Um. Besides that, though, we can move on to Secrets of the North. So there's a little bit of an update to Muspa's loot table. A lot of people were mad still continuing on that because uh, Muspa's drop table is a little too good for them. <laughs> uh, a lot of people were really, really complaining that he has uh, been printing money. So they reduced all I of... I hate when I get money. They reduced all of his good drops. So the Torstal seeds, Snapdragons, uh, they actually changed the Snapdragons from seeds to regular from herbs. herbs. to seeds. From herbs to seeds, okay. Um, as well as Dragon Plate Legs, Runor, Renar Seeds, yeah, and Toad Flax. reduced all of these. Yeah, this <laughs> reduced them all. Um, and they also, a lot of people were hyped that they also fixed and rotated the Ancient Scepter to look a little more natural. Yeah, I, heard, I don't remember what it looked like, but people were like joking about it looked like it was messing up your wrist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it did look messed up. A lot of people were glad it changed. And then that is uh, pretty much it, honestly. There's just a few extra random grammar changes and stuff like that. Nothing yeah, too crazy. Yeah, apparently there was a entire missing tile west of Petrodomus. Yeah, it was gone. It was just, you could see through the floor. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just saw it and it reminded me on like Animal Crossing whenever I have like my custom floor and I accidentally like wipe it off and it's just like a weird square there with nothing. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, apparently that was the thing. I'd never noticed it. It had been there for, I think, like a few, quite a few patches now, actually. Mm-hmm. It was kind of weird. Um, but that's pretty much the short version of the change log. But uh, make sure to stick around if you want to hear the longer version or just stuff that we might have missed because the change log is very concise. So yes. it doesn't have everything. So before we dive in, we want to stress that this content is risky. The wilderness is the only area in Gilinor where other players can attack you freely. If you plan to take on the reworked multi-combat bosses or their weaker, weaker single plus equivalents, do not bring anything with you that you are not prepared to lose. You've been warned. Remember, you can check exactly what you're risking using the view items kept on death button on the equipment interface. I use this every time I go to the wilderness to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. It's yeah. huge. You can toggle it. So I usually toggle to be like, I'm in the wilderness about 20, killed by a player, and I have protect item on. There's also a runelight plugin I've been using, and it's like protect item reminder, and it just hu- puts a huge icon on your screen of like the protecting item logo thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I adjusted mine to be like massive. It's like a third of my screen. So then that way, if I don't have the prayer on, it will be like, turn on your prayer. Yeah, yeah. It's, really it's very useful. helpful. It looks ugly though, yeah, this, <laughs> which is the point. Yeah, the, the items kept on death can be pretty useful, especially if like you happen to be a rare owner of like an eternal glory and you accidentally are wearing that instead of a regular glory or something. Yeah, then, I always go and look at the kept on that'd death. Be, uh, that'd be like potentially something you could get chance for that you might not want to. Yeah. Or like you accidentally are bringing your cash stack, my biggest fear. I always check that. Yeah. <laughs> In addition, there's also a PK skull prevention toggle under the control settings. I have that on at all times. You can also adjust your player tech options to your preferences. So now that you've been sufficiently warned, let's take a look at the highlight of this week's update, the reworked wilderness bosses. Then there's swanky new digs south of the demonic ruins. 
So these new bosses are multi-combat encounters. Bring some friends along. These are not meant to be taken on alone. I'm sure within a week, people will be taking it on alone and be like, oh, the safe spot. Yeah. <laughs> and for anyone wondering, there are plenty of worlds that are relatively empty. Yeah. Not the worlds I went on. <laughs> so if you're and I are looking for some bossing action, don't worry. As long as you're contributing to the boss kills, you're still going to be eligible for your share of the loot. So it is per person. But like we said, up to 15 people. So just make sure you're doing a lot of damage if there's a lot of you. Yeah, that being said, I do have like kind of an upsetting point to like kind of at least bring up is as far as I understand, at least a lot of people in the um, in the Iron Man uh, Reddit and Discord have like kind of confirmed that it's like almost impossible to do the soloable version of these bosses. The single um, one? As an Iron Man. Because as, as soon as someone walks in, like you, as soon as they like walk in, they can just hit the boss and then you like, you lose. That's so frustrating. Oh, they're probably had private instance, I imagine. No, there's no private instance. Oh, because it's single plus. Yeah. Why did they have to make it single plus then? Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously you can get lucky. And if you go like during like the deadest hours of night, then you could probably get kills. But a lot of Iron Man saying that like, it's like almost impossible just because as soon as someone comes up, you lose the kill. Yeah. That's really annoying. So the best option would be to go to the multi-combat. Uh, yeah. if you wanted to be doing it solo. Yeah, you pretty much... It's like, more risky in the multi-combat, probably. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. You, if you if you want the kills there, you pretty much have to go to the multi. That's unfortunate. I wonder if they'll change anything. Yeah, and a lot of people are saying that this, this is the way that the mechanics have worked for a while for Iron Man because of they don't want um, people... They don't want Iron Man to abuse alting. Oh, that's fair. But, um, but I mean, there should be a better way to do it, maybe. Yeah, it's just it's just really really hard to get kill credit in the singles, from mm -hmm. what I understand. So yeah, if you are an Iron Man, you obviously you can try it during dead hours, maybe, but uh, during like try your best. <laughs> any any normal hours, you might just want to go to the multi. So to access the boss layers and the escape caves, you're going to pay a fifty thousand gold fee. You don't have to have the gold on you; it takes it directly out of your bank if you want. And this will increase by ten thousand gold for every boss that you kill. Decrease. Sorry, <laughs> you have to pay more the more you kill. Yeah, yeah. It'll no. decrease every kill that you get, and that's where they're planned to reduce the disruptive behavior around the bosses. And they'll be keeping a close eye to see if this fee is actually like doing anything or not. Do you think that fee is prohibitive? What do you mean prohibitive? Like, do you think people would like not crash or not just uh, like troll around for fifty k? Mm. I think if they're in a clan, they won't care. If it's someone learning to PK, I could see them not doing it. Because there's a chance you're going to go in and no one's in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can peek it, though. You can? Yeah. I didn't try. Yeah, I don't... I think you'll stop a couple people, but I think a majority of people aren't going to care. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it It could have been 100k and no one would have cared still. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> They also add that if you should die a noble PVM death to one of the bosses, not an opportunistic PKer, you'll find your gravestone outside the entrance of whichever boss you died in. First up, we're going to talk about Callisto, the bear in the big red lair. Callisto's den is northernmost of the new lairs. It's the best way to get it was probably the Anacarl teleport. It's basically where Callisto used to spawn, and they just added like a little cave there. Yeah, a lot of these bosses are near that area. Yeah. Well, they don't give too much away. They do say that you want to keep your distance from his ferocious melee attacks. Perhaps you could get him to chill out somehow, they say. Wink, wink. Nobody was barraging it. Get it? No one was barraging when I was there. Yeah, I think the general mass concept is everyone standing around it with range and just shooting him. Yep. They also say to steer well clear of his bear traps. I kept walking through the bear traps and knocking hits. I wonder if, like, 
Maybe. I don't know if my tile was like if that was the tile that skips. You know, every other tile that you walk, you don't technically walk it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I don't know but what I, happened. Yeah, I know if you do step on them, they can hit really hard, like up to like 50 or something. Yeah. But uh, they say that Callisto does have a handful of attacks to keep you on your toes, even at a distance, and will enrage the later stages of the fight. So keep your wits about you and stay on the move. So if you're in mass, I did this. I did like 50 Callisto kills yesterday. Yeah, apparently you can get kills really fast. Like they takes take less one than a minute. second. Yeah, it takes literally less than a minute. And what the, the meta is, if there's a lot of people, you just all stand on like the outskirts, low-key surrounding Callisto in a circle, not melee range. He will go to some people. So if he walks towards you, pray melee, and he could still hit pretty hard. But otherwise, you're just going to pray range and just range him, and he dies in like 10 seconds. Yeah. It's great. It, it seems like the prevailing strategy for all of these bosses in mass is to just range them, and then he'll die. Or they'll die in like a matter of seconds. So. Yeah. We like Vedion and Venonatus as well. I don't have as much experience as those ones. I'll talk about in a second. But uh, Callisto, I went to, like I said, I got like over 50 kills. I was there for half an hour and then a clan came and PK'd all of us. Yeah, which is obviously the risk. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> a lot of people, I've seen a lot of um, the mass kills at Venonatus. It seems like that's maybe the most. They were ranging too. Yeah, some of the most, one of the mo we more, were mailing. more interested bosses. But um. There were so many people at Venonatus that as soon as it spawned, it was just like a hail of arrows and it'd be dead. So I won't talk about it until we get to Venonatus, but that's not what we did. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's what I've seen. Callisto is the one that we spent the most time at. That was fun. It was also funny because no one was like, we were all in a room and um, no one was like attacking each other. And like this one, the same person showed up like five minutes in between, came, hit me once, stood there for a second and then just left. So I think that they were coming and trying. They did that to me twice, by the way. I don't know. I think it was an accident. Like, I just happened to be staying in the same spot they were spawning. Yeah. But it was, like, felt very targeted. And I did think it was funny. I think that their plan was, like, going and, like, hitting somebody really hard after the boss, hoping that they would just die because they were already damaged. Yeah. But, like, I he I healed up at the end of every boss fight while I was still going. So it was just, like, awkward. Like, what are you doing? It's, it's funny because <laughs> I have seen... Um... I was watching streamers as well as Solo Mission put out a video on his experience with the bosses already. But you can fairly easily in mass because um, Venonatus has this skill where they'll throw out like a net of webs. And mm -hmm. if you're caught in there, you take damage. And then obviously Venonatus oh, yes. is dealing damage already. So you can pretty easily like barrage people into the web. And smart. you can stack them out pretty oh, easily. Oh, that's really smart. Okay. Yeah. So on top of that, I from what I also from what I've seen, obviously I haven't been to the bosses. Vedion seems to be like maybe one of the most deadly ones, just because he. Callisto's the easiest. We tried Vedion and it was weird. Yeah, I don't really understand it's, it. I think it's because of your true tile thing. But either mm -hmm. way, like it seems to be kind of difficult for some people to dodge the lightning, and the lightning hits very hard. Yeah, we didn't look up anything. We were just sending it just for fun. So okay, I'll read a little bit about Vedion before I share my experience. Yeah, on on top of that, a lot of people do say Vedion. While it can be the deadliest, a lot of people say it is the most free boss. Like you can just walk in there and kill him with like practically no, way. no gear. With Callisto, I was only risking like. 100k oh also whenever i died by the clan i ended up dying worth more than i went in with because i was just wearing black dehyde so i lost my black dehyde and said prioritize like 70k uh seeds yeah yeah i was like oh i, I don't mind i could just buy back my black dehyde yeah <laughs> okay so vedion this scary skeleton now resigns in vedion rest just south of the lav lava dragon isle Fortunately for you, he's doing anything but resting instead is unleashing a barrage of attacks on any would-be skeleton slayer so Eagle-eyed players will be used 
We'll be used to Vedian looking like an oversized version of Renalf Devere from the Legends Quest. But this week's update, he's had a makeover. A bit like that goth girl from the Breakfast Club if she was a giant magical skeleton. This is easily also, the weirdest. <laughs> no, okay. I'd like to say, side note, that was the weirdest storyline in a movie ever. The goth girl, they're like, she's preppy now. He likes her now. That was the weirdest. Yeah. Anyway, it was the 80s. Also, yeah, it's a really <laughs> old movie, so whoever is making this is definitely an older person. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This life-changing experience has also taught Vedion to use his shield. Oh, no. Keep an eye out for when he raises it, lest you be hit with a nasty deflect. There's, oh, wow. Yeah, Vedion's Skellhounds are as loyal as ever while returning during the new encounter. Unfortunately, you will have to take them down, you monster, while dodging Vedion's powerful lightning attacks. The dogs remind me of, uh, the Hellhounds remind me of Baba, kind of. Yeah, I mean, they're undead. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like something about their heads just reminds me of like the mane of hair on Baba. I don't know. I was like, oh, kind of looks like a monkey dog. (laughs) This next line is actually kind of funny. Of course, after running out of health, Vedian will enter orange mode, where we'll have a lower defense when increased max hit and faster attack seed. That's the power of vitamin C. <laughs> Stupid. Whoever wrote the Vedian part was having fun. I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was really, it's really funny. Whenever Vedian does go into his orange mode, he says, now do it again. I think that's the dumbest little <laughs> line. Now do it again. It's yeah, like, all right. That's fun. Also, that's I hilarious. like that they don't say in range. They call it orange mode. Yeah. <laughs> so we also, we did go to Vedian. Did not even get a full kill. We were still trying to figure out the mechanics. And someone next to me was frozen. And I was like, did they just get frozen? And then I got frozen and stacked out. <laughs> yeah. And Clans are coming. As far as I've uh, seen across the Reddits, for however much you can trust that, a lot of people are saying that Vedion is the easiest of the three bosses. In my experience, Vedion was... But I think that's in small groups, to be, oh, to be okay. fair. Yeah, the little bit that I did, Vedion was the second. Callisto was by far the easiest. So easy in a group. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, maybe on to Venonatus. Venonatus is my favorite area now, by the way. My favorite of all three of these. Yeah. The entire floor of spider webs. It just looks like thick spider webs that you're standing on. This is the silk chasm. Silk chasm. So the massive eight-legged matriarch has gained some extra leg hair, which the leg hair actually looks pretty cool. I like yeah, it. Yeah, very tarantula-esque. Yeah. A set of fierce fangs. And an egg sack full of adorable little ones. She can't wait for you to meet them. Oh, yeah. So I also didn't look up this fight. Wasn't ranging. We were meleeing. We were getting messed up. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you should probably just range. Yeah. So what's inside? You'll be fighting for your life on a gargantuan web. A gorangutang web, some would say. Yeah. Precariously spun over a near endless void. To make things worse, you're not alone. Vinas will summon spiderlings throughout the fight. His only goal is to chase you down and feast on your prayer points. That explains so much. I was like, how is my prayer going down so fast? Well, there you go. You should have been killing the <laughs> ads. Fortunately, they're not especially resistant. A quick whack with the sword or anything else was in the packing. Vinas values a personal space and will try to keep her distance while she barbarns you with magic and ranged. Those of you looking to stay up close and personal should watch where you walk, though, lest you get yourself caught in a particularly nasty web attack. That's the one that we were talking about. Yeah, so I I don't think we got PK'd at Vinatis, but we had to leave after like two kills because we we're all meleeing. Yeah, I was like, I think smacked. it's really hard to melee her, yeah. to be honest. So now I know range. <laughs> yeah. Just range everything, probably. On top of that, doesn't she do ranged attacks anyways? So Um She does range, she does melee if you're next to her though. Yeah. So that's also why I was getting smacked. I think she also didn't ma- I think it looked like she did mage too. It looked like she had two different She's attacks. She's just the matriarch of demons, apparently. So. Yeah, Vinatis was the hardest. And then Vedion and Callisto's easiest, in my opinion. Yeah. I wonder... My opinion in, like, groups of five to mass. <laughs> yeah. There was, like, five of us for uh, Vedion and Vedionatis. But, yeah. None of us knew what to do. 
Tell us about the escape routes. So, while each of the reworked bosses has their own lair accessible from the surface, you won't be leaving the same way you came. Instead, you'll have to make your way past the boss and exit through the aptly named escape caves. I'd also like to say the animation whenever people come to the cave is hilarious because people are showing up after me, like Ivor, one of our mods came in after, and it looks like they just like fell Loki face first into the cave and then they just stand up. Yeah. It's pretty cute. So these caves are an interconnected web of tunnels with four exits to the surface. Upon leaving a boss lair or logging out inside of one, you'll be placed at one of three random locations in the escape caves, at either north, southeast, or southwest wedges of the cave. Anybody falling close behind within 10 seconds will be able to trail you through the dark and wind up at the same location. So make sure to be on the move and quickly. Yeah, so apparently every 10 seconds, the spawn locations change. I didn't know that. It seemed like I kind of spawned in the same place every time. Yeah, so that's you interesting. Could have. There's only Yeah, there's only three with uh, one exit in the middle. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm so stupid. You literally just every 10 minutes, whenever I went and like, I didn't, I didn't wander around them much whenever I was getting actual kills. It's because I went to go just check out what they looked like. I did them all in 10 minutes. No, that's it's 10 seconds. Oh, 10 seconds. Never mind. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. It's 10 <laughs> seconds. I'm tripping. So there's one problem though. The caves are absolutely infested with bears, skeletons, and poison spiders. I was getting messed up whenever I went in not wearing any gear. Oh yeah. Oh, if you don't my wear God. any gear. Unlike your ordinary run-of-the-mill poison spiders, the unique conditions in these caves have imbued this particular subspecies with a magic attack. Also, your prayer points will be constantly draining over time, so don't hang around and get a move on. Yeah, I think if they didn't add the prayer drain, people might have camped this area, so I'm glad they, I'm glad added, they added that. that. Yeah, for sure. These NPCs are intended to rip through your hit points, though they don't me. They're just here to stop you camping the caves and, ruin, and ruining your dash to safety. And now onto the part you've been waiting for, the rewards. Yeah, so these are all the items that we've already talked about. So we're not going to go into all of the details. Um, Just a little bit of a refresher. Yeah, so the Thamron Scepter has been the re more reworked out of pretty much all the other ones. So make sure to take an extra look at that one. It um, says that at 99 magic, your base max hit will be 25, increased by 50% against wilderness NPCs, of course. And it benefits from gear that increases magic damage percent. Nice. Um, additionally, the powered staff attack will be able to hit other players, which is unusual for uh, powered staff attacks, if you're unfamiliar. Uh, since the crossbow and the Vigor's chain mace work pretty nicely for getting a little extra damage off while escaping, we didn't want to shortchange magic users. That's nice. That'll be cool for PvP Arena. Yeah, and so you'll also be able to upgrade this to the Accursed Scepter, making it just a bit better and giving it a um, nice special attack called Condemn, which uh, gives you a max hit increase by 50% on hit, and the target's defense and magic are reduced by a maximum of up to 15%. Okay. So it might be worth using. Then we have the new bow called the Web Weaver Bow. And if you guys want to see like super detail about this, we'll be saying the patch notes. But again, whenever we read too much numbers, I feel like it just sounds Yeah, I'm, bad. Really, just gonna be, <laughs> I'm really just going to be saying the new special attacks for each weapon yes. because that's the main thing that is new about them. They all, of course, are a little bit better as far as stats go, but mm -hmm. not too much to go into. Yeah. Um, as far as the Web Weaver Bow, of course, it's the upgrade of the uh, crossbow. And the new special attack is called Swarm. It actually looks really cool whenever it is used. I haven't seen many of them look like. Yeah, I'll have to watch some videos. Yeah, it looks really neat. Um, it unleashes four attacks in rapid succession with increased accuracy. Each of them is capped at 40% damage. So I think I saw whenever someone was using Masori, they were hitting for like 16 four times or 18 four times, something nice. like that. So it's a, it's a decent amount of rapid damage. And finally, we have the Ursine Chain Mace with the special attack, Bear Down. It hits I with... I love their special attack names, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, You'll never guess where this one comes from. I know, right? <laughs> it, it is cool. I think it's the coolest looking one, in my opinion, because it just looks like a bear claw. But, um, I love that. It hits with a massively increased accuracy on a successful hit, deals 20 damage over six seconds, and prevents running over six or for six ticks. And it decreases the target's agility by 20. So I've seen people nice. like, hit really, really hard with this. And, of course, it does the continuous ticking damage. So uh, all of these are going to be really, really hard hitting. But finally, we have the newest, new, actually new weapon. Is this the most hard hitting one? This um, is the one? Potentially. So this one is the Void Waker. So this one is going to have the highest requirements because it does require 75 attack and 75 strength and 60 magic to wield. Um, it's 80 melee strength, regular 4 base attack. Um, it's The stats are really nothing to write home about, but the special attack is very good Massive. from what we understand. It's called Disrupt, and it deals guaranteed magic damage between 50 to 150% of your melee max hit. The reason this is this is such a good weapon, from what people were telling me last night, there's some people, people are to be king. People can't pray against it. You can pray against it. You can pray mage against it. The thing is, no, exactly. You, if you see someone pulling out a sword, you're not going to pray mage. Yeah, you can, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. You, you can't really pray against it unless you know someone has it. If they have it out, then you can pray against yeah, it. Yeah, the thing is, you don't know if they're going to special. They could melee you. They could use the special, and it will mage you. Yeah, and it's it only tricky. it only does fifty percent spec. So I mean, potentially you could stack this with something like a G Maw spec. Mm -hmm. Which obviously is actually melee, and then you could go into this spec, which is magic, of course. Or yeah, somebody sent a video in our Discord. I think it was Dino PKs, right? I think it was yeah, Dino. Dino does. PKs. Dino like stacking somebody out using this, and it was like one second. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely um, really good. It's guaranteed damage, so that's um, uh, that's probably the biggest deal here. Is it's at least a fifty percent hit, mm -hmm. but. If I mean that's like on the low end, likely it averages out at seventy five percent, but it could be a crazy one hundred and fifty percent max hit. That would be wild. Which I mean, if you're not getting stacked out with another spec on top of it, is probably almost enough to take you out anyways. Yeah, so, I think this is gonna stay very expensive for a while. I think this will be probably one of the most desirable spec weapons in the game oh, for practically forever. I can't wait to be PK'd with it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's uh, pretty much it. They even say in the patch in the notes below it that it is uh, it's a nice little bonus on top of being a pretty consistent spec weapon. So mm -hmm. they do think it'll be niche, but obviously that is a pretty big niche being the best spec weapon in the game. So cool. Uh, also, one last thing to mention is pets. You can get pets from all of the bosses, uh, multi or otherwise. So for anyone wondering, you can. Yeah, they've also changed the bosses, so now they do have the upgraded looks to match the upgraded bosses, but they do give you a metamorphosis option in case you do like the old version. So I actually like that. Like That makes yeah. me want to get one of the pets that I can switch it around whenever I want. Yeah, so you can get the old or the new at will. Yeah. You don't have to pick up anything extra. It'll just come with the pet. I've never had a pet that has metamorphosis before, and I really want one. Yeah. I just feel like I'd want to change all the time. I mean, there's not that many <laughs> in the game. I think there's only like a handful. So Yeah, and usually they're... I feel like more difficult to get because these pets, I mean, they used to be like one out of 2,000, which isn't too crazy. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what they are now. And uh, I think we're quickly just going to like breeze over the new singles plus bosses. Mm -hmm. um, just so everyone knows, these are not singles bosses anymore. They used to be, but not anymore. They're singles plus. Make it a little more dangerous. Which means that if anyone comes over and tries to fight you, 
the boss will immediately stop fighting you and you'll just be in PvP now. Yes. Uh, which, however divisive that is, doesn't matter. That's just how it works. So, Ardeo, Calvaryon, and Spindle are the toned-down, soluble relatives of Callisto, Vedion, and Venatus and have their own layers located in and around the Graveyard of Shadows below level 30 Wilderness. Yeah, I haven't even so looked at these because I kind of forgot about them. Th it is below 30 Wilderness, so keep that in mind. Bring, you can tell Bring your teleports because, yeah, you can teleport. Yeah, there's this. no escape caves. You're actually allowed to leave. Yeah, there's no fee to get in, nothing. There's no... No uh, overhead for getting yeah. into these boss fights. You can go at level one if you wanted to. Also, I did think it was funny that uh, basically we're in killing these bosses' entire extended family at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just killing all their... Well, I mean, they, they've been around long enough to have kids, so apparently True. we're not killing them bad enough. It's not even the same guys either, because I thought it was just going to be the same bosses, but like they're like the lesser versions. They're like, nope, these are their family we're killing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. So yeah, like you said, you don't have to pay a fee. If you log out inside one of these layers, it'll place you gently back at the entrance when you log back in. Arteo resides in the Hunter's End. Calvaryon stirs in the skeletal tomb. And Spindle lives in the aptly named Web Chasm. Yeah, all of them are actually really close together. Just, I think it's... Just like the bigger ones. Yeah, it's just north of uh, Ferox Enclave. So it's actually not far at all. Yeah, pretty easy to get to. Their mechanics are identical to their tougher counterparts. They just don't hit as hard and they don't fall over. And they do fall over faster. Ready enough to take one down all by your lonesome, you'll be rewarded with familiar loot, including rings, pets, and the elusive dragon pickaxe. There's also a significantly lower chance of walking away with uniques listed above, yeah. being the new weapons. A lot of people have, like, kind of thought that it's, um, I mean, obviously we don't have numbers, so this is just what I've seen in the community. A lot of people are saying that a lot of the drops seem like they're one out of, or like five times worse. Mm -hmm. So because just keep that in mind. I wonder how much easier it is, though. I mean, it's... Uh, a I wonder lot of people, what would be the best way to grind a pet. Uh, yeah, from what I've seen, the bosses that are soloable are, like, very soloable. Like, they're... Oh, cool. Like, you, you could go there with, like, not obviously just, like, completely trash gear, but, like, you know, standard gear and mm -hmm. get get kills. Okay. The aim for Arteo, Calvaryon, and Spindle is to have a time to complete for the Wilderness Rings and pet log slots that's similar to Callisto, Vedion, and Venonas before today's update. We'll be keeping close eye on kill times, drop rates, and your feedback to make sure we're delivering on this. So yeah, I, I'd have to try to see how fast the kills actually are, but I am worried that it would feel like forever to me. Because yeah. I couldn't really do the other ones solo that well, unless yeah, I save spotted. No, these ones, yeah, they're, they're, these are very, very soloable. All, all yeah. of them that I've seen. Oh, but additionally, these single plus bosses will count towards achievement diary tasks or combat achievements that currently exist. Since many of you have grown accustomed to soloing the pre-work bosses anyway, this feels like it makes sense. So you have your option of which boss you want to go to, harder multi or easier solo for yeah. all these, which I think is really cool. Yeah, it's what's nice is it seems like these were designed where you can just go into the lair, fight the boss, and kind of just like hang out and fight the boss. And then as soon as you see someone come in the room, telly. if you're quick enough, you can telly. And then um, it's, you know, just redo it again, you know. I'll have to go so, try it. Yeah, it, does, it seems like it's in a pretty decent spot. I I don't really even necessarily care that it's singles plus. It's just, I just think it was annoying that they switched it last second. They, yeah, the ship advertised that initially. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was kind of annoying. But either way, it's here. And that's, yeah, that, it's, is, that is all for the Wilderness Blog rework. Yeah, it seems to be working pretty well so far. But obviously... And the designs are dope. We'll have the, I think... It all looks good, but whether or not it's rewarding enough is obviously to be seen. Yes. For the rest of the update, we kind of already went over most of the decent talking points. Revenants are going to be a little bit more worthwhile. And also the Calphite Queen will also be a little bit more worthwhile. And if you do enjoy Volcanic Mine, then you can... 
properly be rewarded with a dragon pickaxe if you a get lucky. One. <laughs> yes, a broken one. Uh, KBD's gotten a little bit of buff, and also they did kind of change up Zerat Crossbow and the Sapphire Bolts a little bit. Oh, yeah, Sapphire Bolts E and Zerat Crossbow were like the thing that everyone was using at Muspa. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, Muspa does have a phase where you do have to smite down his shield, meaning draining his prayer. Yeah. And Sapphire Bolts does that. What's nice is the Zerat Crossbow gives the Sapphire Bolts a 100% chance of procking making them obviously the go-to for anyone Huge. farming Muspa for any amount of time. And that's been uh, slightly changed. Okay. But funny enough, this uh, Zerat Crossbow and Sapphire Dragon Bolt update is uh, not pertaining to Muspa. It's actually pertaining oh. to PvP. And I didn't even know people use that in PvP. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, smiting people, if you have a guaranteed smite, then it's it's pretty worthwhile. That's funny. I thought that this was a must-up update. No, yeah. I, told, I, <laughs> I totally, didn't read it well enough. I almost forgot when saying this, but yeah, so th this has been changed for PvP specifically. Mm. And this was for the tail end of people's life. So it says here that following today's update, if the target's remaining hit points are less than 5% of the attacker's range stat, the prayer drain will be calculated using the target's remaining hit points instead. Additionally, the prayer drain will only activate if a bolt passes its accuracy check. The Xerox crossbow doubles the accuracy on the next shot, so this is unlikely to crop up. So I, I think what people are doing is they were specking people out with the Xerite sapphire um, combo and smiting people. Yeah, that must have sucked. But, the receiving end of that. It's saying, but they would do it for more than the health that the person had. Mm -hmm. So obviously, it would it would do you know five percent of the person's uh, range stat now instead. Or if their hit points are less than five percent of the range uh, attacker's range points, then it's going to go off the remaining hit points, mm -hmm. not their base hit points like it normally does. Yeah, that so. makes more sense then. Yeah, because it was just doing the, the full amount like it normally would. Even Otherwise, if the person it's insta kill. Yeah, because if the person only had one health, I don't know why it would want to spec them for the full health amount. So now you actually have a little bit of a fighting chance if people do this to you. Yeah. So, um, but obviously, some people have you know pushed back saying that that the Zerite crossbow smiting technique was effective at discouraging one item raggers in PvP, which of course is a kind of really annoying problem. <laughs> Um, but unfortunately, they are sticking to their guns for now, regardless of how you feel about this. So if you continue to feel this way, then make sure to let them know. Yeah, they just the said they're channels. open to conversations. So hit them up if you have an issue. Yeah, they are open to conversations about ways to combat ragging. So if you have any other suggestions as well, then make sure to put that out there. And that's, um, I think that's pretty much it for anything we wanted to talk about. Yeah, they, they just go over the must drops, which we already say have been nerfed in the other small clues. But there is some more information on Crack the Clue 3, actually. Yeah, this is what Wooks alluded to last yeah. week. So I didn't realize that Crack the Clue like wasn't done. I keep forgetting like people haven't finished it still because he's too good. Yeah, they're actually not even remotely close. <laughs> it says, towards the end of last year, we released the first few in-game clues for Crack the Clue 3, made by Old School's most legendary player, one of Old School's most legendary players, Wooks. The clues this time around are certainly delightfully devilish, but we'd like to help you see more progress. With that in mind, we have two messages to share with any would-be clue crackers. 
And then they have two very big clues that I was going to read, but Robert said they sound like gibberish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys can go like, read these. Yeah, it's just, it's like dots small as ants and into the background they blend. Like, <laughs> it sounds like a. You guys like, don't want me to narrate the crack the clues? It's like a cat's cradle rhyme. Like, Shut up. Uh, if you are interested in, ca- in crack the clue, then you should go to these patch notes because yeah. these are very useful. I think um, I've heard that they've already helped the crack the clue community quite a bit. So, so I think that this, I'm pretty sure this is how there's been something unlocked at D. Django, I'm pretty sure this is how because randomly people have been having these dueling cards and they look like Shattered Rail dueling cards. I literally I'm so unclear. Someone just told me the code and told me to go get it. Yeah. And naturally I didn't research it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, do that. So you basically I mean if you go Diango, just look up the code for um the dueling cards if it's not really to crack the code. But you just have like little glowy cards that you just like have a little stance and you're just like throwing them at people and the people flinch and you could just throw cards at each other. That's For cool. no reason. It's just a really cute animation. Nice. I think that's Crack the Clue related. If not, just sharing a little fun fact with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much all there is for Crack the Clue. Just a little bit of progress, and there should be more next week. So yeah, hopefully. Yeah, stick around if they that's just want everyone to be done with it. <laughs> yeah, really. They're all like, this is taking too They're long. Like, Please. <laughs> but uh, either way, that's about it for this week. Um, kind of a lot, but kind of not if you already knew what was you know going to be coming out yeah. this week. We do have a Q&A, though. We do have a Q&A. Before we get into that, just a quick reminder. Oh, yes. Uh, today, the 26th, is whenever we're recording this. They also released an additional blog saying that the closed beta for Jagex accounts has uh, somewhat begun. Um, people that were invited should be getting a message in-game uh, titled Jagex accounts closed beta invite. I didn't get it. Yeah, containing instructions <laughs> for anyone that wants to access the beta and share any feedback so make sure to be on the lookout for that if you're someone that was interested or applied for the uh, beta yes but anyway q a our first question this week is from hariger he says return of the would you rather would you rather not be able to talk to other players with in-game chat including clan chat like literally just silence or lose 15 percent on every ge transaction yeah, so this one. What was, would you choose? I mean, this, this is, one for me was so easy that I answered the question before Michelle finished the second part of the question, mm-hmm. and it's because whenever I'm playing, at least for the past many months, I either leave game chat on or clan chat on, so I never have regular. You chat do on sometimes anyways. talk to Alfresco, but I guess if you really want to, you could talk to them on Discord. Yeah, it's yeah. I I'm okay with never talking to anyone that has association in the game ever again. Um. If that if, if that's like my either or. Yeah. I mean, I I'm doing math right now. Ugh, I don't know. Because okay, this sounds so cheesy, but my like my RuneScape name, I know it's cringe, I don't care. I'm embracing the cringe. Is TTV Boon Vape. So I'm like, I can kinda advertise the stream. So I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know how much that's worked. I know that some people have definitely seen me on RuneScape, but I don't know. I n- no, I need it. I need it for TOA because I hate being in voice chat. So I need it for TOA. I would take the L on the tax. All right. What about um, also if if there was a separate question? If it okay. was like, would if um, if you couldn't talk in game, would you trade that for the ability to also not have any spammers in the game? I don't mind spammers. You don't mind spammers. I don't pay attention to them. Oh, dude, I hate spammers. I'll I'll mute them when I'm really like trying to read chat, but I usually I usually just read chat whenever um we're in raids. So 
so I don't have to deal with it. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. so. If you in raids, it's kind of vital to have chat. <laughs> yeah, if you don't ever go to the GE, then I guess that makes sense for I you. I hang out the GE. I just don't mind it. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I, like, it sucks because you can't mute enough of them. Mm -hmm. It's weird that we have a limit on how much we could mute, too. It's yeah, really weird. It is really weird. Harger also said, since that's pretty quick, I also have a would you quit if scenario. Would you quit if Jagex removed all non-combat skills? The reasoning is that Jagex increases leveling difficulty for the most popular skills and allows all non-combat skill-based activities to be realized without level requirements. For example, every player can still smith rune armor or catch sharks. Jagex believes this will attract more players due to the reduction in long grinds. So just to be clear, because Robert was a little confused whenever I asked, you can still do whatever you want. You can still go and chop redwoods, but the thing is you can chop redwoods day one if you want. Yeah. It's just an activity. It's not related to a skill. I think I'd quit because I think that part of the long grind is kind of what makes RuneScape. Even if it is annoying, it's the flex. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the flex. I, I think I'd quit from that, but um, thankfully I don't think they'll ever do that. Uh, yeah. If it came down to that, I would definitely quit because I like combat in this game, but to say that I think it's not the highlight of the game would be an understatement. So mm -hmm. if that's all there is, then I would definitely have to quit. <laughs> Oh, also on uh, Harger's would you rather question, by the way, Solivia did respond saying that she'd rather lose 15% of her GE transaction. And also Harger would also do the 15% because they prefer the in-game chat too. Oh, yeah. I never talk in-game, so. Yeah. Moving on to our next question. This one is from Matt over on Instagram. Matt says two things. One, Harger and I just listened to the pod together and he thought of a really dumb question about removing non-combat <laughs> skills. Yes, I'd quit immediately. They're what makes RuneScape unique. And four-fifths of my favorite skills are all combat, non-combat. So, so uh, yeah, Harger and Magrin are really friends. <laughs> yeah. Two, I have a question. Would you like a veteran world where all NPCs hit higher, you only have 10 inventory slots, and there's no G? There's also no safe area. Every area, including banks, are combat zones. Logouts and tellies take 30 seconds to execute. The world is unlocked after achieving a total level 2,000 in the main game, and players restart from level 3. One final interesting feature is the rating badge. This badge would be found in the next to the username and contains a number indicating the balance of kills deaths on the account. For every death, the PvP or PvM, one point subtracted. For every PvP kill, the number increases by one. For every boss kill, the number increases by a certain amount depending on the boss. I think that would actually be fun for a temporary game mode. Yeah, I think we were talking I don't about this think, before. I don't think I'd want to be a whole thing. I mean, it could be like Fresh Start World, I guess. But you could never really introduce them back into the game after that. Yeah, I think it. I think it would be kind of cool. Uh, I mean, just because the only reason I'd be okay with it is because it's not something I'd probably ever participate in. But mm -hmm. like, it wouldn't affect me either. I think it's a. It like would be good for like a leagues esque like temporary thing, really. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like it for that. I don't know. I'd probably try for a little bit. I don't know how into it I'd be though. I try it and just see what's like. But usually, I just like main game so much that it's like. No point in me switching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. And um, that is pretty much it. I guess a couple of other things of note is um, for some reason, the price of nature runes are down below the high alk value. So if you need some easy cash, you can just go high alk oh. nature runes. <laughs> Interesting. Um, besides that, though, I, I wanted to like shout out this person that got the fastest uh, agility or the fastest 200 mil ever in the game. Someone sent me this clip. 
It's yeah, nutty. It's kind of insane. So for anyone that doesn't know, you can do the Brimhaven Agility course and get tickets and then turn those tickets in for various rewards. Yes. One of those rewards is um, more agility XP. So what this person did, their name is The Pinata over on Twitch. They actually got the world, I mean, obviously I'm guessing the world record. I don't know how you would We're beat this. We're assuming. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just calling it the world record. I don't know how you'd even come close to beating this. But they went from 22 million agility XP to 200 million in just 50 seconds. Yep. All it took was eight years of the Brimhaven agility course. That's all it took was eight years of a of an agility course, and so you crazy. too could compete for this uh, record as well. Yeah, so. if you turn in, I think it's a thousand tickets is five thousand XP. Yeah. So they had uh, tons of tickets. They did. It was so it was so cool. It's just crazy watching the experience. The XP per hour was um like over two bill. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was just crazy. I think they maxed it. You could see that they had over um. Uh, over 200,000 tickets and they were just constantly clicking this button over and over oh, and over my again. Oh god, it's so satisfying to watch and you guys. their XP was just flying through the roof. It's it was so um, cool. Yeah, they were getting dumps of I think 60 or is it 60 or 45,000? I think 45,000 and 60,000 XP because they're clicking so fast. All I know is they reached the max amount of XP per hour that you can get. Yeah, it, and it's, they reach max agility. It, it's literally the max number that a Windows client of this of this stature could calculate, which is the same as the max cash stack. So now so. I need to do this for eight years and beat them by clicking faster. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to shout that out because that cool. was that was really cool. That's probably the only time that'll ever happen, ever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was something that was worth talking about. Yeah, but, no, that was awesome. Uh, yeah. Either way, hopefully you all enjoyed this episode. And um, thanks for listening. Oh, if yeah. If you do want to check out us anywhere else, where can they find us? Yeah. So on Twitter, we are Boonbabe OSRS. Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch, all Boonbabe. So that's twitch.tv slash Boonbabe if you want to come watch me stream. I'm streaming five days a week, trying to do a little bit less, so maybe like 36 hours a week. Come stop by, say hi, give me video ideas, ask me questions for the podcast, just hang out, and uh, maybe join me for some raids. You know, come say hello, be my friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah so thanks again for listening appreciate it as always let us know if there's anything else you want us to cover in any of these future podcasts <laughs> but for now thanks for listening and we'll see you all very soon Bye-bye. bye bye